Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm the LA nerd, Joel Reeves, and this is episode number 43. Uh, what are you looking at me like that for? <laughs> I thought you... Uh, Taylor is it, is Salen. It, is it 43 or is it, it is, 44? It's 43. Okay, sorry. I didn't, I didn't hear oh, what wait, you... Oh, wait. Is it 43? No, that's why I'm... Because I know you said you said 44, but I'm not sure. That's... Did you... Fuck! It's 44! Ah, I knew it! Good thing I said something, motherfucker. Should I redo it? Keep it! All right. Yeah, this is episode 44. There you go. There you go. Uh, with me always is Taylor Salen. Hey, how's it going? And this is actually episode forty-four. Joel didn't mess that up at all. Ah, uh, man, whatever. Sorry. And I think this is her tenure as now the longest-running guest star on the show. Lauren Sperling is yeah. back. Definitely the most frequent, for sure. Absolutely. Sorry, Reed. Suck a dick. You've been fucking up, dude. I mean, Taylor, I catch up. Play those sweet smooth. Play those sweet smooth jams. I feel like my wooka wooka is a little slow, so I tried to speed it up in the last two episodes. It, I, it, look, it's always been consistent for me, and that's all that matters. Yeah, I'm just a hypercritical of myself sometimes. Hey, man, at least you didn't fuck smallest, up the episode the count. Smallest details matter. At least you didn't fuck up the episode count. We were doing so good for like four or five episodes. It's okay. I even looked it up before we started recording. We caught it, though. We caught it. That's the important and thing. And I still fucked it up. Yeah. You God, wanted to say 44, but you, your mind said I'm just so angry about this news today. <laughs> I think yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. I got I got rage brain. I think it's safe to say that this episode will be a news heavy one. Is, is that I mean it's it's pretty much all news actually. If you've ever heard a rant on this podcast, it shall not compare to thine rant today. Oh man. <laughs> we're going to we're going to have a I think we're going to have an, a really good healthy interesting conversation. Fuck you, Taylor. Unlike the internet in the last 24 hours. Sure. Oh, I've been a, I have been pitchforks i have been fully a part of that conversation though But we're gonna save it we're gonna save it i have i i have been roasting people on twitter i have oh, been yeah. spreading memes on the internet the meme look the meme game is on fire this week the meme game it's alone true. is i mean yesterday we probably sent back and forth probably like what probably 20 25. different oh like, my yeah. god like everybody was on top of that shit yesterday. we were sending so many great memes but to each other yesterday so bad oh they all they all hurt they all hurt but sometimes they hurt good and people who don't know what we're talking about are like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> it's the title of the episode. I mean, people should know by this point, but general non-movie... It makes it even better, Taylor. Non-film industry <laughs> people, exactly. Um, okay, let's do... Um, uh, I think we've had a pretty good trend of what we've been watching. So, yeah. Taylor, yeah. what have you been watching this week? There's been a, a few things. Of course, I've uh, continued my terror of Blu-ray, re Blu-ray reviews this week. I've done five, wor working on six. You're an animal. After this. Oh my gosh. Uh, so, of course, I, I watched the uh, Blu-ray for Bl uh, Brightburn, which did, you guys, neither of you saw this, right? Not you I have not seen it yet. I, I did watch the comic book shopping with our boy Koi. With, with Jackson with, Dunn. Yeah, yeah, indeed, who, I did. Who, of course, was in Avengers Endgame. He played the, the teenage Scott uh, uh -huh. that came yeah. through the portal and yep. went back. That's um, funny. Interesting fact. And uh, I actually saw Brightburn when it came out in theaters, and... Um, have you guys seen that you're familiar with the concept? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The trailers. So it pretty much You is know what none of us saw 
The Hall H panel. Yeah. That's true. Ah. That's true. Still sad about uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that later with Disney. In the yes, mix. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and, and our good old friend Tom Rothman and, and, and our good buddy Alan Horn. Uh, Fuck those guys. <laughs> but uh, but Brightburns, it's pretty fun. I mean, it's basically the premise, uh, what you would expect from the premise. It doesn't really do much more than that. Um, as a movie, for me, it's it's an interesting exploration of the superhero genre, specifically within a, a horror context, which we haven't really seen many superhero horror movies. Mm. I would like to um, see more. Exactly. And I, I do think in that sense, in my review, I kind of said it is, you know, sort of like in that respect, a little bit of a, a birth of a new genre mm. or a subgenre in this case. And, you know, in that respect, I think the movie's really interesting. On a second watch, though, it just didn't really hold up for me. I think Elizabeth Banks does a really good job in this movie. And, of course, Jackson Dunn is pretty terrifying. But overall, like the movie was a little bit of a letdown on a second viewing just because I expected there to be a little bit more like thought or meat, you know, uh, to mm. the plot and story. And, and unfortunately, I didn't feel like that was the case. It, it's more of the same, basically. Um, the Blu-ray itself is cool. Uh, there's like no special features on it though, and the ones that are on there are like half-assed. So, is there a commentary from Gun? There, no, but there is a commentary, and the commentary is the best part oh, okay. of the special features. Is it the director? Or? It's da- director David Yarvesky, the cinematographer, as well as the costume designer, who ironically married the director after this production. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. So, uh, I've definitely never hooked up with someone from set before. <laughs> I don't know right. why I mean, you would ever do that. I mean, hey, th- they said these guys, they had a really good camaraderie. They've been working together for 10 years. They worked on a bunch of James Gunn stuff. He said we worked on over like 200 music videos together. Oh, wow. wow. So they're all good friends, and, and it's a really fun commentary. So um, in the case of Brightburn, I think it's definitely worth a rent. Um, yeah, and in you know in the movie the they're, they're the Briar family. I'm gonna rent it from you. <laughs> I don't know. I rented it. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I thought box. I thought you got the Blu-ray. No, I rented it. All right, well then I'm renting Godzilla from you. There you go. <laughs> which is actually the next movie I saw. So so uh, definitely uh, Briar Beware in this case, which is the name of the family. Jesus Christ! Um, I know it's it's cheap, but I had to do it. I did it in my Blu-ray review too. So of course whatever. You did. <laughs> uh, I st- I. St- I still love you. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. It doesn't actually come out till next week, but Warner Brothers was nice enough to send me a review copy early. So that was really nice so working fancy. on my review right now. But uh, I really enjoy this movie for what it is on a second viewing. I Like, I was, uh, when I first reviewed it, I think I gave it a three out of five. That's and, not horrible. Which isn't horrible, but um, the more I think about it and the second time I watched it, I really saw this movie in a different context. And without further discussion, I don't want to go super deep into it. I think. Godzilla King of the Monsters is worth checking out and not everybody's going to love it. I think Godzilla fans are going to be very pleased by this movie and you know for those who haven't seen it which most of them probably have. The Blu-ray itself though, awesome video quality, awesome audio quality, a really nice plethora of special features what in addition. I, would I love this on my Dolby Vision? Probably. Probably the 4K version. That's what they gave me and the 4K version is just absolutely outstanding and uh, the special features are, are pretty awesome. There's not a whole lot of super in-depth stuff, but they're pretty good. And there's also a commentary by Michael Doherty, which I haven't oh, cool. had a chance to listen to yet, but I'm super excited about that because I love Trick or Treat and I love his work. I uh, absolutely lo- I love Trick like or Treat as well. So Doherty yeah. is like the man for me. Um, so I've been watching those things and then uh, I'm hoping to get these guys to watch it. Uh, but I also watched this uh, really interesting documentary oh, uh, right. called The Amazing Jonathan Documentary. And if you don't know who The Amazing Jonathan is, he's, uh, is, he's a comedy magician uh, who sort of came to prominence in the 90s. He had a big 
stint in Vegas. He's known for doing really gruesome shit on stage or making it seem like. Oh, you should have told me that. Well, yeah, like one of his tricks. That's is how pulls, you get me into he it. Pulls a string of razor blades out of his throat oh. and mouth, and there's blood and everything. Of course, it's all you a trick. You didn't tell but me that. I told you you would love it. Yeah, you didn't tell me why. I will be okay, <laughs> but this is to my point. It's a really great documentary. I don't want to talk about it uh, unless it's in a spoiler context because I think you should go into the movie blind, knowing nothing, whether you know about the amazing Jonathan or not. I think you should definitely not watch the trailer for this. Go in blind. It's an hour and a half. It's worth checking out. It's a really, really interesting exploration of the uh, documentary genre as a whole, and that's all I'm going to say. Fine. I'll smoke a ton of weed and watch it. And where can that's we find the, this? That's actually the perfect... It's on Hulu. Okay. Uh, it, it, it premiered at Sundance, but Hulu bought it, so you can watch that on Hulu. And Dope. Speaking of Hulu, the last thing I've been watching, I know this has kind of been a little bit of a tangent so far, but that's what we do. <laughs> tangent cast. Uh, I've been finally had a chance to uh, to quickly and, and efficiently consume what we do in the shadows. Yes. And Lauren, I know One you mentioned this last time, and I, uh, I think it was last time on the Spider-Man episode. Yeah, look, or I honestly... And Comic-Con, too. I, Comic-Con, don't, yeah. I don't understand how I haven't watched this show because I was such a big fan of the movie. Yeah. Well, okay, a lot of people have not watched it because it was on FX. And, and well, I mean, um, they, so the it's part of it is most people don't have FX because they don't have cable anymore. Exactly. Exactly. exactly, and uh, even though FX Now was free, I watched it on FX Now. Really, I didn't the know whole that you seri- could, oh. the whole series. FX Now really, is free. I didn't know that. Well, at least they had the episodes up to watch it because we didn't pay for well, it. Because that's that's cool. Because that's definitely not true. Because when I tried to watch the season five premiere of You're the Worst, because I don't have cable, this was a while ago. I uh, I couldn't get I couldn't get FX Now because it wasn't free. I'm fairly certain. They I mean, maybe changed. we used a cable login. I had to definitely but I don't not illegally so. download it. They 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 prob they might have changed it because I know like for I instance, I think it de- it might depend on the series also. That's yeah, fair. That's true. Um, that's true. but we'll it's um, all on Hulu now, so now, everybody yep. needs to watch it because it's so freaking good. Oh, I'm gonna binge hard now. Yeah, it's 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 really excellent, and I I I ran through it in about uh, three days technically, but within the span of 48 hours, I was through the whole thing, and and it's absolutely brilliant. Um, and it and it does. What's nice is it doesn't quite like. It doesn't impede or step on the shoes of the movie, but mm-hmm. also sort of like expands that concept, brings it to America, and makes it kind of like sort of palatable for an American audience, which I really appreciated. And it does something different, you know what I mean? There's new, uh, new characters, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you get to see some, without spoiling anything, you get to certainly see the return of some old characters, but... Uh, it's that's really all. That's all you can really hope for from being a fan of the movie. Absolutely, yes. yeah. And, and it's I think done it really, so well. It really expands on the on the concept really nicely. So that's all I want to say with that. Um, Did, can have, I ask you a question sure, on it? Absolutely. Because um, I felt without spoilers, um, the first few <laughs> episodes were uh, trying to be a bit more Americanized in the humor, and I wasn't sure how I felt about it at first. But I feel like it found its footing, kind of going back towards the movie humor as we got further into the season. Did you feel the same way? Absolutely. Yes. I have even heard that and I haven't seen the show. Yeah. 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 I think, I think that, which is interesting because Waititi, Taika Waititi directs the pilot Mm -hmm. and Jermaine Clement directs the second or third episode, something like that. They did a lot of the season. Yeah, actually. Absolutely. And so, so, it does definitely take a couple of, but I mean, it's not like it's bad right away. Like the movie, no, the, the, the show definitely s- certainly finds its footing, but in the sense of becoming a unique, distinct thing from what the movie is, I think that's certainly true in the sense that by the time the season's done, like, okay, I see what this is doing differently from what, you know, the film version did. Yeah. But so, I feel like yeah. they toned it back 
Oh, like they pulled it back more towards the original um, content, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Which which is what I was looking for going into the show. So I'm really happy they did that. And also, like, uh, Laszlo is just, like, one of my favorite He's so characters. good. He's the best. Ugh. Do any of... Okay, so for fans of... Uh, wait, no, you already said this. Um, so there are fans that... Mm, there are characters <laughs> from the movie that come back. Words are hard. I would say that with without indicating a solid who is and who isn't coming back, there are certainly people that make returns, and um, it's also... Oh yeah, I wouldn't uh, want you to spoil who does, but it's yeah. if you're a fan done, of the done, original, it's, it's done in a very uh, appropriate way. Let's put it that way. Okay. Yeah, like it doesn't feel like it feels natural. You know? What oh I mean? yeah, hundred percent. And, and and it works. That's all I have to say. I dig it. Yeah, and uh, on top of that, they've got some other really great cameos. I agree. And I want to say the series so too. Much uh, cameos not from the movie, just just yeah, of so people that you know. Yeah, copy yeah. that. Yeah. Would there be okay? You know what? I'm not even you gonna just ask. I'm just gonna stop. Yeah. Um, Lauren, what have you been watching? Um, well, I know you guys talked about it last week, but I did watch The Boys. Uh, we are big fans um, of The Boys. Yeah, I I kind of don't know how I feel about it. Um, overall, I liked it. It's pretty but there gruesome. Were definitely so moments of what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was really cool because I did. I know we talked about it last time. I did the activation at Comic Con. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For it and oh. it's it's the premise yeah it was really cool and it's the pilot it's I the pilot it's yeah that, yeah yeah what um, the, the, where they had the essentially okay i guess spoilers for the first episode of the boys for the pilot episode the boys is still relatively at, new so at, yeah at one point mm-hmm. spoilers a vehicle drives through a building and they reenacted that uh at comic-con yeah and it happens in the pilot oh yeah. those are pretty weak spoilers you guys are safe yeah i, I Toned it down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Toned it down. But it was really cool because we got to experience it. And then, like, my friend texted me, too. She's like, oh, my gosh, the first episode this is what we did. Yeah. Um, which was really cool. Uh, but I yeah. didn't see the secret comic book shop in the show. You did or did not? I did not. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I forgot about it. So I don't even go to the activation thing for it. But um, but no, I thought I thought overall it was cool and unique and interesting. And Can I just go with some breaking news right now? Sure. Uh, Bernie Sanders tweeted, if there's going to be a class warfare in this country, it's about time the working class won the war. All right. Hot damn. <laughs> damn. Them, them, is, them is fighting words. Dude, he must be talking about the, the, the big the big news that we're going to talk about today. I don't want to say <laughs> this. That's his response to Sony and and Disney. It's about time that the fans won. Is that what it, I mean, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Bernie's always on fire. Did you see, I'm, I'm really sorry to interrupt your your review. Did you see the one where he straight up called Donald Trump an idiot on the internet? No. I yeah, th- on I Twitter. Th- I thought it was fake. I thought it was photoshopped. So I went to Bernie's Twitter and he said, Donald Trump doesn't believe in climate change. Donald Trump is an idiot. And I was like, holy shit. This is amazing. I mean, he's not wrong. I know, but just for <laughs> someone to finally be like, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, he's all right. Pop point. culture breaking news. Uh, back, back to you at the desk, Lauren. Thanks, Joel. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you guys did an episode about it, so I don't want to rant on about it, but I, I enjoyed that. Um, I also finished season. Hmm, Wait, how did you feel about the ending? Yeah, exactly. Are are you excited for season two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what happens. We spoiler talked about the ending, right? I don't want to spoiler talk now, but I, I was surprised by what happened in the last episode. Um, the, uh, the last few minutes of. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Where they went with certain characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm intrigued. I It's definitely one of those shows we're watching it, be, I think because of some of the graphic uh, elements of it. I was kind of on the fence of, do I want to keep watching it? Because it's really, it's it's very weird. It is a very weird show. Um, yeah. But they just, they've kept me intrigued enough. And especially, um, what's his face? Why? Uh, Carl Urban. Mm-hmm. God. Butcher. I just, I could watch him for days so in this amazing. character. He's yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, Carl Urban is. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Urban is the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even, um, uh, Quaid, I can't remember his first Jack name, Quaid. but Jack, Jack Quaid. Quaid. Oh, he's so good. Yep, he's excellent. In the show um, well. I don't know if I've seen him in anything else, but you probably I've seen him in the Hunger Games. He was one of the one of the tributes oh. in, the, in the first Hunger Games. I did I not. I can't know remember that. which which district, but he was there. okay. So I've definitely not seen know. him anywhere else then. I saw Hunger that's, Games. That's the biggest thing. There's been some other stuff he's in. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm excited for season two. Awesome. Um, yeah, so Gloth season three. Okay. Finish that in a day. I um, haven't. I have not caught up, so let's keep that. At a yeah, I won't. I won't minimum. say spoilers. I've watched the first season. Haven't watched the the second two, unfortunately. But I've been meaning to. Uh, how did you feel about the third season? Did it stack up to the first two in terms of quality? I mean, I think quality. Yeah, it's the production of the show is is really good. Yeah, but um, even the story, like, was did it did it sort of live up to the hype, so to speak? I mean, I I guess so. It it takes some odd turns for me okay um i don't want to say i don't think bad necessarily just some things that i'm questioning how they're gonna kind of move forward with gotcha. certain things writing, writing themselves in the corners and stuff like um, that um not necessarily it's just a, a different turn than i expected gotcha. the show to go okay. from what i've from what so. i've gathered they go to vegas Yes. Yeah. That I mean, okay. that's how we end season two. See, is okay. They get their contract for Vegas. Okay. So this whole season takes place. Yeah. Pretty much in Vegas. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's glad that they seems like it up a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that seems like a good place for like a wrestling show to happen, especially yeah. in that time period. I think it's yeah. the eighties. It takes place. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Late 80s, which yeah. I mean, and, and that's you know the show did that. Um. So it's. Yeah, it it offers some interesting predicaments for certain characters, so it's kind of fun to see some of those play out. Um, but there's definitely some moments of like, what is happening on the show right now? Yeah, just WTF moments. Yeah, definitely. But I feel that really good performances from most of the cast as well. Um, and then I'm like halfway through Orange Is the New Black final season, season mm. seven. Okay. Um, again, as always some really phenomenal phenomenal performances um very topical i don't know if you guys watch the show at all i've watched i'm only i'm only i'm only two seasons behind okay so i have what is this seven this is seven so i have six and seven to watch yeah so it's they cover very very topical stuff that's happening in our country right now i've heard there's a lot of ice things it is it's it's very heavily ice involved um and like i said i'm only halfway through but leave it to Genji to fucking yeah to talk about the shit that we need Stick to, it to the man. fucking talk and about. It's, it's actually kind of interesting because it ties back in characters that you didn't think were going to come back in. Oh because shit! Of that. Okay. So interesting. Um, I guess I got to fucking catch up. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm liking it so far. Um, and then I'm like two episodes into Mindhunter season two. Oh, so. nice! I'm catching up on the first season actually, but I oh, haven't really? gotten to season two yet. So. Okay. I for some reason I just did I it got lost in my Netflix feed and yeah. I I love the the what I watched the first season so have I'm they introduced Manson yet? That. 
Not yet. Ugh. But he's in the season. He's he like is, later yeah. On. yeah. Is. I'm excited about that. And you have uh, John, uh, not John Wayne Gracie, but you have the son of Sam is in season son of two, Sam. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, there's like six. BTK. Right? Yeah. yeah, there's a lot. Oh, um, I didn't know that. That's cool. I'm pretty sure Cameron's back. So Ed Kemper is oh, back. Oh, yeah. He's back. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, I haven't seen him yet, but. Yeah. 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 They'll return to him. He's one of the better aspects of season one for sure. Yeah. We well, you know, you know, we didn't see friend, him right? at Comic Con huh? this year, right? You know, he's my friend, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Did yeah, we see him this cool. year? Cam? At Comic Con? No. We didn't see him this year? No. We saw him last year. Cameron? We saw him at some year, right? He was also in. Yeah, uh, we definitely hung out. Umbrella no. Academy. He was actually in, in Umbrella Academy. Academy. Yeah. I liked him in both of those shows. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's very exciting. Friend of the show. Cameron. It's weird. It is very exciting. <laughs> Our best friend Cameron. <laughs> I mean, you know Cameron. Yeah. No, I know Cameron. But yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's so where I'm that, at that's with Wait, the What have you been watching, Joel? What do you got going on? I've been watching the movie Trivia Schmodown. Oh, hey. <laughs> making a quippy Ellis comment. I am making an Ellis comment. Uh, look, man, Taylor got me heavily into the movie Trivia Schmodown. And I, which is funny because I was I'm, I I wasn't even watching Schmodown that much. Like I just I think I mentioned it in passing or something like that. I don't even know I how think, that happened. I think yeah. we were watching a Collider Live video yeah. at your house, and I think Schmodown came on next, and you were yeah. like, "Oh, dude, I think you'd really dig this." Oh yeah yeah yeah. And that's I probably, yeah, that's got probably what it was <laughs> addicted. I yep. immediately became a Patreon member. Yep. I've been watching every <laughs> fucking match. Yep. I geeked out when I saw Mike Kalinowski, hashtag Mikey Three Belts <laughs> at Comic Con. If you're listening to this, Mikey, what up, dude? Dude, Mikey Three Belts. And, uh, murdering it. So I've been watching. There's been a lot of inner geekdom uh, play happening right now. There's a lot of fresh blood, there's a lot of new people. And I think there's some cream of the crop. They're going to rise and really give Mikey Three Belts a run for his money. Uh, but he's Mikey Three Belts, so, you know, he's going to take it all. I guess I on I guess for people who don't know what the movie of Trivia Schmodown is, it's a online trivia game show with kind of a WWE flair where everybody oh. has kind of like a persona yeah. and there's announcers. It's, a, it's an online video show. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's like a performance where yeah. they will do a skit before like a pre recorded skit before and after mm-hmm. each match, like oh. where the commissioner is like, like scheming promos. against people. Yeah. yeah. So it's very WWE inspired, and we've we've recently talked about on the podcast about how the WWE and cosplay have really come together at Comic Cons mm-hmm. the, the, on these last couple of years, yeah. and it's really awesome. Now, now that I'm aware of the Schmodown, it's really awesome to tie that into my newfound love for wrestling. I yeah. I'm just like a wrestling fan now, and I ne- and really? I and I never thought I would be. That's really funny. Yeah. Dude, I used to be a wrestling. I fan know. back in the day during the during the the attitude, the era. heyday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so the schmodown is awesome. The the uh, so Mikey three belts would call him that because he is trying to be the first person to gain three title belts. Right now he's got the yeah. inner geekdom belt, which is yeah. like uh, Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, it's all the nerdy Lord shit. of the Rings. Mm-hmm. All the nerdy uh, shit. He's playing uh, for the team belt tomorrow night which against is like a tag team. A tag team. Of that. It is a two person versus two person trivia team mm-hmm. against uh, the Shire World, the Shire Wolves, which is Clark Wolf and. Rachel Cushing, Cushing. Uh, who are two of the best women in the league. They have absolutely changed the league for the better. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they're one of the most popular They're one of the like, most popular teams. teams. And look, Mikey's team corruption, I'm still going to vote for them, even though this is the Shire Wolves' last game. And it, if corruption wins, there might be a little bit of an upset. But you know what? I'm, I'm on team. I'm on the corruption train. <laughs> um, and then, not even 
24 hours later, Mikey Three Belts is going for the singles tournament. He's playing Ben Bateman to go play Snyder, to beat him too, to go play Paul Oyama in New York live for Schmodown, and mm-hmm. he's going to get the singles belt too, baby. We'll see. That's, I why, know, that's why we're Snyder, calling him. Jeff Snyder is a very, very knowledgeable individual. He is. And he's, you know, he's a he's like a movie scoop guy. Like, uh, you know, he, he used to work at, for Variety and Deadline, obviously works yeah. for Collider now. But uh, but he, he knows his shit, and so I think he's going to be formidable. And Oyama's no joke either. Now, Oyama too, is no beat, joke. I mean, he beat Merle for the title. so He did beat I Dan mean, Merle. all of a sudden, we're turning into a Schmodown podcast here. <laughs> but, I'm fine with that. But, uh, but Dan Merle Dan Merle is a beast, so you know that says something for, for Oyama. But, uh, but, but I mean, Mike, today, they, they don't call him Mikey Three Bells for nothing, or he will be Mikey today, Three Bells. Today on Collider Live, Christian was actually talking about Paul Oyama's a really uh, a person that he's, he's so young and cocky, and he's mm-hmm. got the belt. And it's it's a really good like people want to see him lose. You know what I yeah. mean? It's really good for ticket sales. Mm-hmm. And um, I really look. I would love for a Snyder Oyama match as well. But you know that oh that, my, no that's going to be a better match. For but sure. you know oh uh, you know Kalinowski's my boy. So I'm going Mike Kalinowski, Mikey three belts. <laughs> I'm seeing he wins tomorrow. He wins Friday, mm. and then he's got two belts, and he's Mikey two belts, and then he's going for the third. <laughs> Um, and then he's Mikey two belts. <laughs> yeah, right now he's Mikey one belt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's going for. Th- Look, man, you don't beat the Crusher Cushing, aka any other Schmodown champion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he's Mikey. Look, exactly. you don't beat the Crusher Cushing with like that is not a light uh, win. So he beat her once. He's gonna beat her again tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We're going to watch it together, I guess. We are so going to watch it gonna, together. We're going to watch it unfold in, in real time. We're doing the old 90s pay-per-view. We're like, oh, man, we're just going to sit here and order we the match. A, we should do a Schmodown po- uh, recap podcast Dude. tomorrow. We'll do there a special. Is this, there is a show I know. called the Schmodown Rundown. I watch it. Mm-hmm. The Rundown, boys. Yeah. I watch it. Please. Nice. Who are you talking to? I haven't really <laughs> I I haven't really ever listened to You created it, a monster, dude. I, I told know. you. You created a monster. I know. I've watched We should move on from this. Some of those spect fuck you. Some of those <laughs> spectacular specials are three hours long. You bet your ass I'm sitting on my ass watching all of them oh, yeah. on, on fucking oh, yeah. YouTube. You at still home. need to watch the free for all, dude. That's four hours. No, two two I know. hour videos of of, 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 of amazingness from Bibiani yeah. and Merle. Bibiani is the best. They don't um, call him the beast for nothing. Dude, so uh, the spectaculars in December, dude. You realize that you and I have to go live, right? We do. We're gonna go watch this shit live. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And then we'll drag we'll drag my wife along with us. Perfect. All right, we can stop talking about this. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about. Look, yeah, no, let's do a point five episode tomorrow. Yeah, we'll talk we'll about. We'll see. We'll talk about if it's worthy. The I League think, of I Corruption. Went, okay, hang on. If anybody, I got to talk about one more, especially with you because you know the game. Yeah. If anybody out there loves this game. You saw the David Del Rio and Paul Preston match. Paul Preston was behind by like so much, mm-hmm. and then in the wheel round, he stole four out of five questions from oh, David Del Rio, and like came I didn't back. See this match, dude, crazy, and he, dude. And he came back to win the match. Wow! At the end, yeah, it was insane. It was like uh, you talk about like really good plays. Those were some of the best plays I've ever fucking seen, dude. It yeah. was fucking awesome. So yeah, we can move on from me nerding out about Schmodown. Totally. Uh, I guess we should just jump Never in. Never seen it. I know. In. Whenever I find something new I love, you, Lauren, I think knows me extremely well. I just, when I find something I love, I just nerd out the fuck about it. We watched oh, yeah. Chuck in what, like a month? Yeah. We watched like five that. seasons of Chuck in a month. 
So no, it's it's weird because I know Kalinowski, so it's funny to watch you geek out about him. My best friend, Mike Kalinowski. <laughs> you know Kalinowski? I do. Yeah, That's I feel like such a name dropper this episode. That's but you, you very much. But yeah, I I've worked with Mike for the last like year and a half. Really? So apparently, you, like, yeah. on a, just like a, as an like an actor. Uh, like I don't what? know how openly he talks about. Yeah, it, yeah, we, so. we shouldn't just. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you yeah, we can talk about yeah, it later. But yes, I know, I, I know, know Mike. So awesome. actually, I ran into him on my way out of the pool when you met him at Comic Con. Oh, but apparently, okay. after I that's geeked out about him, she told me that I've met him before. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I didn't know this. You told me that when we were dating, I met him with you once, and I like, I like said, "Oh my god, I just met Mike Kalinowski," and you were like, "You've met him already." No. And I was like, yeah, you, you, oh, you 100 percent told me. I this. didn't know him. At that time. Okay, well, you told me. No, you yes. realized that you met him at something else, but it wasn't with no, me. Oh, you told me I've met him before. No. Maybe it was two years ago. I could, no, yes. You said he was. He was oh, last uh, year at Comic-Con. Yes. 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 I never said that. Because we weren't dating at I the time. I know. I mix up the timelines, but still. <laughs> you were like, oh, yeah, no, you've already met him. And I'm yeah. like, what do you mean? Yeah. Right before we met our BFF, Joss. Before I was a well, huge fan. Well, before we had our... our Drinks with yes, our BFF Joss Whedon, my the man, super the myth, the legend. I wasn't, I wasn't there that year, <laughs> my main so man, Joss. I know, but so yeah, I guess I guess I'm an original Mikey Three Belts fan. You are, dude. Apparently, way back in the day, just, just way back in the day, and I didn't know it. Just manifested itself now. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, we should probably move on to news, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, let's move so on. I guess the uh, the the first news item is that. Uh, Bond 25 finally has a title. Yeah. Dun -dun -dun -dun. Does somebody want to say what it is? No time to die. Oof. Good job. What Thank do you, you think, Lauren? What do you? Th I mean, you 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 uh, showed an interest in this. What, what, yeah. What no, I saw it this morning, and I was like, oh, I know you guys have talked about Bond news before. Yeah. Um, interesting. I mean, I have no idea what that means for the story. Obviously, <laughs> but, but I like I how think, you uh, how, how do you feel about it? As it a means title? he's got no, no time to die. No, it sounds good. Um. I mean, it's also intriguing because is it, is it his last in theory yes, movie? Yes. Well, the last one was his last. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but in theory, the if it is one. his last one, I and think it's kind of a cool title for mm. it to be his his final one. Mm -hmm. Um, and it it is a very Bond title. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can't have a Bond movie that doesn't have die in the title. <laughs> or at least every two Bond movies <laughs> at has least to have every die. franchise. Every exactly. new Bond has to have a die yeah, every new, title. Every uh, new Bond actor at least has to have yeah. one movie that has die in the title. What's the one I came up with earlier? Oh, God, I can't even remember. Oh, I should have written it down. It was Living Never Dies. Yeah, <laughs> there Never you go. Dies. Yeah, Living dude, Never yeah. Dies. Dude, that's perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of have to agree with you. It's very Bond. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's it, there's not much to glean from it because every Bond movie is like... <laughs> yeah. There's it's very not, cryptic. There is nothing to tell from yeah. the title. I mean, we know we know Rami Malek's in this movie. Mm -hmm. Definitely not giving Bond any time to die. Um, <laughs> no time but, to die, dude. Yeah, dude, no time to die. I think what's really interesting about this movie is that, of course, we have Carrie Fukunaga yeah. directing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, True Detective and like a bunch of other awesome so stuff. So good. Uh, and then, of course, you have Phoebe Waller-Bridge doing the most recent pass on the uh, script, uh. which is, yes. She's yes. Fleabag, right? Yep, Fleabag. Oh. And, of course, Killing Eve, which I haven't yeah. seen, but I've heard amazing things about, at least the first season. And uh, I am such an old fan of hers, and I'm she just deserves all of the fucking I praise, know, and I'm and so happy dude, for her. Seriously, man, it's so exciting because, uh, I don't know if you guys heard, I don't remember if we talked about this, but we're going to get our first female Bond in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. And I think that speaks to like the kind of voice that she's going to bring to this movie. I have read that an old uh, contact of Bond's comes to jamaica where bond's in retirement and asks him to come help him with something yep. so i like 
I think he's, maybe he's this has been theorized in, that he, he's definitely in retirement. At right. Yeah. So I think it's. I think maybe even we theorized this. I can't remember. It's definitely been heavily theorized that there's a different Bond at the beginning of the movie. Absolutely. And Bond and comes which back, which only reinforces the the idea that that the Double Seven is is like a moniker, a moniker yeah, yeah, like a, a title, yeah, more so than a person. One one hundred percent. James Bond is the character. Double Seven is the agent. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. That's about all the news we got for that because we don't know anything else. I just yeah. want to know who's doing the theme song now. Uh, I think people have spec- begun speculating based on that title, but yeah. we'll see. I think it's too early for that. We'll I'm going to go yeah. with Lil Nas X. <laughs> yes, <laughs> no, obviously. It's, it's, I think I heard someone say like Lana Del Rey or like okay. some shit like that. Like I've heard a few other things, but I again, I think it's we don't really... I don't know. It's hard to predict like who's going to sing the yeah. ball title, to be honest. It's always different. Uh so yeah, I guess moving on from that, uh, the next, uh, I guess, kind of super huge piece of news besides what the main topic is, is it was revealed yesterday that we are indeed getting the Matrix 4. Can you guys fucking believe this? Yeah, okay. So like saying indeed. This is wild, man. It's, it's, it's wild. Matrix we didn't, 4. We didn't even know it was a possibility. So, yeah. Okay. This wasn't a rumor. It so, just so came out of nowhere. No, no. For years, there had actually been rumors that a Matrix reboot was in the works. Right, but this isn't a reboot. Well, we don't know that yet. I think it's more of a a legacy sequel. But the word around the street for for a while was that it was going to be like a prequel with Michael B. Jordan playing a young version of Morpheus. Right, and now that is... With Zach Penn writing a screenplay. I have heard that, yeah. Now all that's changed. That's a scrap. That that could still be where they're trying to get Michael B. Jordan to play young Morpheus. Because the big thing is, is obviously Matrix 4 is happening, but not only that, you have one of the two Wachowskis returning to write and direct. I was going to say, are they? Lana. But it's a little troublesome for me. This is why I have mixed feelings on this, um, is that both of them aren't coming back. Do you know know why the other Wachowski is not coming back? We'll get into that in a second. Have we heard anything about that? There's been rumors. So they shut down their production offices in Chicago about six months ago. Oh. And the rumor is, I don't know if there's actual truth to this, but word on the street is is that the Wachowski siblings were having disagreements creatively, and that's why they disbanded their production company, which I mean, would make sense why after only one of them is on yeah. this project. After 40 years, you finally break up. That's a, that's a good run. 40 years? They've been working for, I mean, sorry, 30 years. Well, they, I mean, the Matrix <laughs> is 20. They've been working together for 30 years, but yeah, also yeah. 40 years. Sorry, that's. No, they've got to be in their 50s now, right? <laughs> like, because they were in their 30s. I mean, so when they, they were probably the Matrix, working so. together as children, too. So, exactly. <laughs> you might be that, right. I mean, that's, 40 that's, years. I'm sticking with 40 years. I think that's fair. I'm sticking with 40 years. Either way, either uh, way, you have one of the Wachowskis returning. You have Keanu motherfucking Reeves. And Carry On Mass. In the height of the Keanu Sance. Keanu Sance. Um, I trademarked it. <laughs> Carrie Ann Moss, of course. And then uh, we don't know if Lawrence Fishburne is coming back, but that was not confirmed. So we know that those three key players are coming back. Mm. If Keanu and Carrie Ann are coming back, fucking Fishburne's coming back. There's no way he's not. Well, the problem is, is that not only is uh, I think Morpheus is the only character that lives, actually, after spoilers for the Matrix Revolution, which is 30 years, 20 years. old. I can't do time. It's today. actually like S- 16. Uh, it's exactly it's 16, 16 years yeah, old. Exactly. Something like that. I fucked up. It's exactly yeah. 16 years old. I already knew um, that. I already knew the so answer. So the question is, you have two characters who are dead that are coming back to life. The only reasonable explanation is to is to go back in time, right? No. Unless you could resurrect them somehow. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on. I'm sorry. When was the last time you watched The Matrix? Have you seen Have you seen The Matrix? No. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, you haven't? Lauren's no. fired. Holy shit, it's I fine. didn't know this. It's oh. fine. Um, you need to watch The Matrix it's fine. first I worked of all. at WB. Do so you I not know remember most of it? 
there are that there are hundreds, if not thousands, of neos. That's true. Like he's one of like a line of many neos. You can reboot the Matrix. There are. It's been it's been done within within the lore of the that show. Makes sense. Oh, he's yeah, not the, the only. He's uh, he's he's not the only neo. Yeah. That's you true. don't need to reboot the series. You don't need to time travel. It's just Keanu Reeves coming back as a different Neo. He's still him. I get the logic of it, but does that hurt the legacy of like the especially the first movie? Not necessarily. No, because necessarily. it's in because it's in the lore of the show. It's in of the show, you mean of the, the movies? Where I yeah, right. Sorry. Well, the I'm Animatrix just, is I'm more just, of like yeah, 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 sorry, yeah. I'm just I got you. Just clarifying. Um I see that again. I I think it depends on the direction they take it. I'm excited, but I have reservations only because I also think like, okay, we're, did we really need the Matrix, the two Matrix sequels? Like no. you haven't seen any of them, but Mm-mm. the first one's a masterpiece. You absolutely need to watch it. The second two, you probably don't need to watch it. I, I it would probably be better if you didn't watch it, even though they're entertaining and they're worthwhile. I'm not discounting. They're not those that entertaining. I think they have their place. I think there's moments, especially especially reloaded revolutions is kind of a have is, you is, is really bad though. have you know. heard have you heard that the animatrix is what they wanted to do for the sequel and then two and three were going to be just three but uh there was big backlash for the prequels of star wars and so they didn't want to do the animatrix as the sequel because they were like ah oh, man prequels are I would not, not be, doing so good I right now i'd be surprised by that yeah. at all so really that makes a lot of so sense. really the prequels have fucked up not only the prequels but also the Matrix. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot going on with this. Um, you know, I don't want to dwell on this too much, but I think, uh, you know, I'm very curious because not only is Lana uh, coming back, but there's also two additional writers that are, mm. and one of them is David Mitchell, who I believe wrote the book Cloud Atlas, which the Wachowskis directed. Oh, boy. Right. <laughs> I love, I well, David Mitchell wrote that, helped write that script too, so it's not surprising that he's on this. It's not confirmed, but I'm pretty sure that's the David Mitchell that's writing this. Um, My favorite part of Cloud Atlas was the end. I love Cloud Atlas, dude. <laughs> when it was over, I love I love that movie. It's a little bit it's it's a hard movie to watch, but it's still I enjoy it. I, I think the ambition of that movie it's always it's always hard to watch a bad movie. I disagree. I think, please, dude. It's, Cloud Atlas is not a bad movie. Uh, it's it's a flawed movie. It's a flawed movie, but it's not a bad movie. You're telling me you like Spider Man Three next. No. What are you talking about, dude? This is like saying Speed Racer is a piece of shit. Like we both know that's not the we both know that's not the case. Speed Racer is has its problems, but it's also a masterpiece. Speed Racer is not good if you're not high as fuck. And I think I disagree. <laughs> uh, I think that no, I think it's great because I watch it high as fuck. <laughs> that's just true. Uh, but I think that Cloud Atlas, in that respect, is like uh, a masterpiece of ambition in storytelling. Like there's no other movie that I can think of. Maybe, maybe Avengers Endgame that's that ambitious in the scope and scale of its story. But in terms of being an original, like, work with no, um, like, pre-established characters, so to speak, mm-hmm. there's nothing that comes close. So, with that said, I I've almost, see what they do. I've almost never questioned your taste in my entire life until right now. Uh, episode I love, episode I love, 44, everybody. I love Cloud Atlas. <laughs> and you can, I'll fight you on that shit, dude. I, I will go through that, that movie point by point. And, but what and, about and Jupiter Ascending? Oh, no. I can't, <laughs> I can't defend that movie. That's the worst thing they've ever done by far. I will never defend that movie. Oh, fuck Please, no. Please, dude. 
fucking that movie was in theaters when Eddie Redmayne won his Oscar. And oh I was my just gosh. like, how did this? You know, how did this? he got buff for that, and then, then they never Tatum showed him shirtless. Know, right? so yeah, Channing funny. Tatum played a dog in yeah. that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Channing Tatum's in that movie. Yeah, That's all I remember. <laughs> and then you have Mila Kunis doing nothing. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Okay, um, hey Taylor, so, what's coming up this weekend? Well, we got D twenty three coming up, which, yeah. which. I guess something that we should touch on that we didn't touch on was uh, the the leak that um, that Ewan McGregor is in talks mm. for Obi Wan. Yeah. Oh, that's how we were gonna get to D twenty three. My yes. bad. <laughs> I I know thing. how I know how to podcast. Yeah, it's a good thing I have my producer here. Yeah. Uh yeah. So okay. So look, Obi Wan movies have been rumored. Obi Wan has been rumored since the goddamn beginning of time. Ewan McGregor is the one and only, the Jesus Lord, the next coming. Uh, he is all and will always be all. He's. And Easily the best part of casting. Oh, prequels. 100%. And it's been rumored that he's coming back for, oh, my God, probably every year since the prequels ended. Basically, um, basically since Disney bought Lucasfilm, Obi-Wan movie's coming, Obi-Wan movie's yeah. coming, Obi-Wan movie's coming. And now we have some news from the trades. I'm more likely. Oh, Jesus Christ. I am more. Oh, God. <laughs> I am breaking more, your mic. I'm sorry. I'm trying to. I'm Technical try, difficulties. I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to Freddie Mercury this shit right now. Um <laughs> No, is that no? That's uh, that's that's Aerosmith. I'm trying to I'm trying to no, fucking Aerosmith. Freddie Mercury this shit. too. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, that's both. All right, dope. Um, no, it's Freddie Mercury for sure. I yeah. know my old school rock and roll guys. Yeah. Um, uh, where was I? Um, trades. Obi- Obi- ah, the Obi- trades. Deadline and Variety have both said over the past week since Monday that Disney Plus is going to have an Obi Wan television show, yes. and generally I don't fall for these rumors, but especially after. Thor four leaking through Deadline, and yep. then it happening at Comic Con, yep. and then and so now Deadline's leaking this. Yep, which ironically, this news comes uh, on on the on the precipice, we'll get if there. you will, of D twenty three, which is why this seems so valid. Yeah, mm-hmm. the fact that it came less than five days before the Disney Plus presentation on Friday, I'm I'm saying that this is this is it. This is happening. This time, it's a real. This time. We're not going to get let down. Hopefully. What do you think? I mean, I'm excited. I I think they're going to make the official announcement. Uh, the do you question, think it's real? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. it's yeah. I think this is a rock solid scoop from Deadline or whoever Dope. whoever posted it. It's just a matter of like what form this show is taking, right? Like what where does it take place in the timeline? Like, right. Uh, how does it fit into the grand scheme of like what they're doing with the Mandalorian, for instance? And, you know, how does it fit in in between right. uh, the movies as well? You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm excited for I think I think I want more Ewan McGregor as oh. Obi-Wan. So I'm, I'm down for that. It's just a matter of like what tone is the show taking? How is it going to expand? Lore? Like, how are they going to make it different than just being like a movie with like Darth Vader in it? OK, I have had numerous conversations about this over the week yeah. and I've watched numerous conversations about this over the week. I'm just, I'm going to be a collider slut. Go watch The Rule of Two. Um, <laughs> it's a great fucking show if you're a Star Wars fan. Look, they are they have, there there have been so many quotes from Obi-Wan in A New Hope where you're like, well how do you know that? Where he tells Luke, he's more man than machine now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talking about Darth Vader. But how does he, how know, does he that? know that? He yeah. left him on Mustafar yeah. to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at some point, he they've met up again. They've reencountered. So during the fight, he says, when you last saw me, you were the master and I was but the student mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck, right? It's like, 
okay, are you talking about the time he whooped your ass, or are you talking about after that? Because like clearly you were the student when he chopped your limbs off. Yeah. Um, these all hints are things that they could tie into a fight between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader in this fucking series. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's definitely... Bringing like, Hayden Christensen back absolutely. as Darth Vader would be... That kinda, would be insane. It would be, it would be kind of cool. Yeah, 100%. I, as actual Darth Vader, that's what not I'm like saying. Force ghost, like right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. In in Rebels, uh, Star Wars Rebels, there's a really good fight between Ahsoka Tana and Darth Vader, where she she like breaks his mask open. She doesn't know who it is. She breaks his mask open. She sees Anakin. She's like, oh shit! It would be super dope if like he doesn't know it's Darth. He doesn't know who Darth Vader is. He's just hearing about this like Sith person executing Order 66, mm-hmm. murdering all these Jedis. He has to yep. leave Tatooine. I believe it opens up with him overwatching Luke on Tatooine as a baby. Yeah, right? but it shouldn't it, it should be like several years like right. when Luke's like maybe a like, like a young five boy or six. Or yeah, yeah. Maybe even like an early teen. Yeah, yeah. Teen mm-hmm. type For thing. sure. Like that would make sense. Yeah. So he hears about this like this like Sith Lord like murdering a bunch of Jedi, right? Like the last of the Jedi. So he goes out and he tries to find him, try to fight him. Maybe you take that storyline from Ahsoka. He gets into a battle with him. He breaks open the mask and he's like, it's fucking Anakin. Um, that Tell me that wouldn't be the best season finale of any fucking Obi-Wan show you've ever seen. Be cool. It'd be pretty amazing. What are your thoughts on this uh, news, Lauren? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued. I just, I, I'm curious also as to just where it will fall. Um... In the timeline and whatnot. Um, yeah. I love Ewan McGregor, so I'm excited to have him back. Uh, you in McGregor. You love say, like, Ewan McGregor. Needed, there needs to be a word or like a catchphrase for like someone who's a Ewan McGregor apologist. Apologist? No as, one's ever apologizing in, for him. No, as in like a, we love you as Obi-Wan. You well, know? he was the only thing that was good about the prequel. Well, there were a, a few things that were okay about the prequels, but he was certainly one of the best, uh, probably the one best of piece of casting. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say performance-wise. Wait, wait. Yeah. are yeah. we getting, are we getting Liam Neeson as Qui Gon Jinn back? I mm. think we're gonna see Liam Neeson as a, a force, force ghost. Hundred percent. You have yeah, it to. It would just, it would just make sense. I'm so fucking excited. I've had a few arguments. I love to argue with people about how they're like, "Well, man, I wish it was a movie." Do you want? Do you want two hours of Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan? Or do you want ten hours of Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan? Well, well they're McGregor. saying it's probably going to be <laughs> McGregor. between six and eight Ewan episodes. McGregor. Yeah. It's probably going to be between six and eight episodes, which I think is perfect. Yeah. So, so like two to three, maybe. Let me rephrase the question. Do you want two hours of Obi-Wan or do you no. want seven hours no, of Obi-Wan? I'm just saying. I, I think that's like a – I'm just noting that's a perfect yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely seven hours because you build character. You get to expand the universe. Yeah. Yeah. You get to – look, again – it's not just an Obi-Wan movie with a Darth Vader cameo in it. You know what I mean? Because that's basically what the Obi-Wan movie probably would have been. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what Rogue One was at the end. Exactly. Yeah. One, 100%. The great, and another great example. If you have... Look, mm. I, don't want, I don't want Darth Vader to be like, like in it too much. You know what I mean? To like shoehorn... It's an, it, it's an Obi-Wan show. I don't want it to be like the Darth Vader show with, with Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. But having him as some kind of overarching presence, like, presence with mm-hmm. maybe the Inquisitors are in it, like yeah. they're, they're out there hunting. Like have him be the Emperor of the series, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like he's overlording the Inquisitors, mm-hmm. killing all these Jedi, That'd and he and like the like I'm saying, maybe he sees them once or twice throughout the season, but they don't fight, and then like the finale is like the big confrontation. When yeah. you say six to eight hours or whatever, is that 
for the first season or is it a limited series? I think it's going to be a limited or, series. Okay. I don't think it would be more than one season. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't disagree. That, unless it's really good and there's a good setup and good potential for more. Mm-hmm. I don't see – I don't think that this is a lo- like a, a very uh, – the longevity of it, I just don't see it. I, okay. I, I 100 But nothing official has been disagree. said on I that. No. I think it also depends how good it's executed. I never knew I wanted yeah. The Mandalorian, and I can already tell you that people are going to be clamoring for season two of that. By the oh, way, yeah. we're going to get a trailer for that this weekend, too. Yeah, so. oh, for sure. I think that I think that uh, Obi Wan show is going to break numbers. It's going to do better than The Mandalorian, one hundred percent. Oh, and they're going to have no course. choice but to do season two. Ewan McGregor's not Alec Guinness age yet. They can get. They can get yeah. more seasons out of him. That's for what I'm sure. That's what I'm totally. wondering but is if we lead is, up is, to, is, you know, episode. Yeah, of course. Four. Of course. They obviously could, but the question is, should they? And is yeah. there enough dramatic material to mine to make it worth it? Because you don't want them to make another season if there's if, uh, it's, if it's... There's so much story you can get into, though. My favorite theory that I heard totally, on The Rule of Two on Monday... It's almost like the prequels where it's like, did we really need those fucking movies? I mean, yes, we kind of no, did they were because bad. we wouldn't have got Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. But at the same time, <laughs> there's a lot of superfluous shit in there that we didn't need, and that's what I worry about. Right, but Disney... But, like, the Disney Plus were getting in this day and age isn't the people that made the fucking prequel. Oh, no, no, totally, no. totally. But you could run into that same issue, I guess, is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Okay, so I, un- so like I said, another theory that I heard on The Rule of Two, which I just thought was a phenomenal theory, was that there's an inkling that Leia knows who Obi-Wan is before she sends him that message through R2. You know what I mean? She's, she says, like, oh, you knew my father, you fought with him in Clone Wars, blah, blah, blah. But it all seems very casual, like maybe she knows of him, like they've met before. Yeah. Maybe her and her dad, Organa, Mr. Jimmy Smith. He maybe they mentioned him in passing as my right. So there's yeah. there's an entire storyline you can get with a with a with a young Leia, mm-hmm. out of a B story in maybe season two or three. You could. There's a whole you and you know people would clamor for that shit. You could. Seeing a young Leia would be fucking awesome. There's so much they can do with this show going up. Literally up until the day of a new hope. Yeah. Yeah. Or Rogue One in this you, case. Yeah. yeah. You could you could take this until you catch up to the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I could see the potential for it, definitely. I'm just a little bit skeptical is is my assessment. I guess. I'm just a fanboy. <laughs> I'm just happy we're getting a series, man. Like one season is fine enough. If we get more that's good, awesome. Yeah. So be it. One season is never good enough. Six seasons in a movie. I was just going to say that. <laughs> um, but point being is that so uh, D23 is happening this week. Oh, yeah. We're talking about D23, yeah. not just Obi-Wan. <laughs> Absolutely. My bad. So they're probably going to they're going to have a big Disney Plus presentation on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get too deep into this, but I do want to cover a few things that are happening that hopefully will. Uh, as you said, Joel, I'm going to I'm going to be the. The reporter on the streets for this one. I'm gonna <laughs> We're be sending attending. Taylor into the We're, field. We're putting Taylor Sailing out into the field to go yeah. give us the reports on D23. More yeah, we next week. <laughs> What's the scoop, Taylor? What's the scoop, yeah, Taylor? Exactly. Get my old time radio voice going. But uh, send yeah. it to Taylor in the field. Right. So Disney Plus is is the big thing on Friday, which of course they're going to reveal the trailer for The Mandalorian. They're probably going to. Uh, announce the obi-wan stuff maybe show some concept art i'm hoping there's probably no footage yet because obviously they haven't gone into production or else we would have known about it Mm -hmm. um they're gonna show lady and stuff for lady and the tramp i believe um as well as star girl and a few other like live action disney projects is that the quote-unquote live action lady and the tramp 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're using it's a real series dogs. or it's a movie, a movie on yeah, Disney Plus. Justin Theroux, I believe, is voicing voicing the tramp, tramp, and I don't remember who's voicing the lady. Um, but there, so the, so that's the big thing on Friday. But we also have, and I mentioned this to you guys, which is pretty cool, is uh, we have the music and sounds of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which is enticing. Yeah, that uh, sounds I mean, really that pretty cool. Much speaks for itself. We also have the Disney Legends ceremony, which is going to be an interesting. That's kind of like the the Disney Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and they're actually inducting like Robert Downey Jr., uh, John oh, wow. Favreau, like a bunch of a bunch of pers- Hans Zimmer, like a bunch of personalities oh, we cool. know. They're all going to make appearances apparently, so that should be pretty fun. I'm going to try to check that out. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this, but I would like to. Uh, they're showing the uh, first look at. Uh, have you heard of Vader Immortal? Uh, no. It's that new Darth Vader VR series. You haven't heard oh. of it? Oh, I haven't. Apparently, it's amazing. I haven't seen the footage or anything, but Vader Immortal Part 1 is, is has been highly reviewed, and so they're showing the preview for Part 2 of that. We also have a screening uh, of uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series. That's what it's really called. That's Blech. one of the things coming to Disney Plus is it's the reboot of the High School Musical. No, thank you. A um, scripted show, though? Yes. It's a Disney Plus ah, series. But um, it's not like a reality show. I don't believe so. I'm not. I, I guess maybe we'll find out on mm-hmm. Friday. Uh, and then we also have uh, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is doing a thing. I think I said that. I can't remember. Aren't they? And isn't like they goodbye. Marvel Animation's uh, Venom Invasion. It's that new. I don't know if it's a show or, or a book, but it's called Spider-Man Maximum Venom. Hmm. The interesting thing, though, is the, the Maximum Sounds Venom like part. Maximum Carnage. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Look at the uh, look at the title. It's in a carnage red where it says maximum <laughs> oh, venom. It is. That's interesting. So so that's intriguing, and I believe I was able to get mm-hmm. panel passes for that one. But fuck the rest of those. Is that where Gwenum is coming from? Maybe. What the fuck? Have you not seen that? No. Gwenum. Yeah. Venom takes over Spider Gwen. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. Yep. Man, I've missed a lot being away from Marvel. <laughs> And then, uh, so moving to Saturday in terms of uh, in terms of presentations, we also have uh, the big one is the the, the live action uh, Disney Studios showcase, which of course is Marvel, Pixar, mm, okay, not live action but feature film. Uh, so we're going to be seeing a bunch of news from that. They're keeping that one under wraps. So Taylor, are we getting phase f- more 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 details on Phase Four? I'm curious only because our main topic is. Um, is is coincidentally timed much like the obi-wan news so we'll see i'm highly skeptical of it now only because but not but not necessarily just that do you think we're getting any more details from things that they announced oh at yeah, yeah, yeah they'll, pr- they'll probably show they'll probably show uh some black widow footage some footage from black widow uh and or concept art most likely footage they said they're going to screen exclusive footage We'll probably see more from the Eternals, uh, most likely concept art, maybe even an animatic or some you know mm-hmm. shit like that. They've been shooting, so maybe even they'll bring the uh, like production dailies or something. Um, and beyond that, maybe, maybe, maybe some Shang Chi stuff. And I think that's coming next in the pipeline after those two movies. Have but they have have they been shooting? No, but they could show concept art. They could show a lot of stuff or more you know cast I mean? announcements too. Yeah, absolutely. there's rumors that Jackie Chan. Oh. I mean, that would be interesting. There I mean, are, they, there are Jackie Chan they are officially in pre-production, so the concept art is finished. Like that phase is done, so they could certainly show that kind of stuff. Was our boy Andy Park doing the concept art? Yeah, absolutely. It's always him and Ryan Miner Ding take it on. Sometimes they do different projects, but most of the time it's both of them. I love both those guys. Uh, Andy Park's my boy. Yep. And uh, and so that's really the big one on Saturday. But 
In terms of uh, in terms of uh, the show floor, they're actually they have so they have a Marvel pavilion, they have a Pixar pavilion. That's pretty cool. These are all little boosts, actually huge yeah. boosts on the floor. Uh, Disney Plus pavilion, and one of the cool things is they're it's gonna be they're gonna be showing the first demos for the actual Disney Plus app. Oh. So that's gonna be really interesting for that me to check that out yeah. and report back because we've been talking about this for a while now on the cast. And oh. to actually have some concrete information on it is going to be uh, really nice to know. You know, we yeah. have to talk about now. What? We just look. It's the fucking tangent cast. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Disney has said that they're going to try to implement some sort of uh, uh, security measure to stop people from sharing passwords for Disney+. Plus. Yep. In route to, in mm. route to world domination, they're going to stop people from sharing accounts, basically. The only way that I see that they can do that is by tracking your IP. And I'm not comfortable with someone like... Look, you're not going to just look at what I'm... You're not going to just look at my password. Oh, they're already doing that, dude. Disney's not because they don't have access to my shit right now. But yeah, that's true. But, but they will. They're going to. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I don't... Like, there's no way they're just looking at if your password is well, being shared. But here's the deal. Like, with smart TVs and stuff, then can you not have it on your computer and your TV and your phone? Like, if they're tracking your IP, how is that going to work? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. There's no... Well, like, but you, whether you're using it... Whether you're using it... Well, I guess if you're using it at McDonald's, no, like yeah, but that, if I take IP my changes. phone, yeah. yeah, if I take my phone to your house and I want to watch it, I think there's a way to track whether two people are trying to use the same account, though, regardless of the IP address, right? Like, say if I'm here and and Joel's uh, in Hollywood or wherever the fuck he is, I mean, it might like, be a thing of you can't watch the same account at the same time. Th- I think that's what it is. So, I think that's more so. What which it a is. lot of the other services, it's if you hit a certain number. Like exactly. Netflix, I think is three. At least it used to be like three. Uh, Look, yeah, we all, like so. we all do it. So they're really cock blocking yep. us on this one. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But okay, I mean, wait. Is, then is that going to turn over to Hulu and everything gonna, that they're partnering with? I was just going to say it's bundling yeah, with Hulu, so and Hulu doesn't have that rule. Yeah, I got eleven people on my Hulu right well, now. Guess what, dude? <laughs> Disney fucking owns Hulu now, so that shit's going to change. Disney is a, a, a seventy percent. I, I think seventy or seventy five percent. But how are they gonna? Hulu. Is that is that just for when you like go to Disney Plus material on See, Hulu? Yeah, that's that's what I don't know. Is they're gonna be? I think it's they're weird. gonna be separate. I don't know. I think they're still gonna be separate apps, but they're gonna gotcha. be bundled together, and they're gonna have ESPN Plus as a part of that as well. Boo. And, and maybe it's not the Geo. new cable packaging system. Yeah. No, I mean someone. I saw someone put a breakdown. It's like through the HBO thing that's coming, Netflix. Uh, Apple Plus, Disney Plus, all these streaming services. It's gonna be you're gonna be WB. paying over a hundred dollars a month to stream all these things, anyways. Well, I'm not, but I'm more not more expensive. But I'm not mm-hmm. buying all of them. Yeah, but still, people, normal people, will 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 be paying over in excess a hundred dollars. What a are month, you trying which, to say? Which is which is uh, like more than what a normal cable package would cost, anyways. So that is not true. I mean, depending. I know on which for a fact my parents have. pay like over 120 bucks. Yeah, probably because they have all the fucking movie channels and all they the don't. extra bullshit. They don't. No, well, it's gone screwed. up a lot. That's lately. why. That's why people. No, that's why people don't do cable anymore, bro. I know it's because yeah. everybody's switching to streaming, so they they have to up their prices to be able to compensate their revenues. This is a totally different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just mad because my whole plan was to just share Disney yeah. Plus with all my friends. Well, it's okay. I'm gonna be getting it anyways, and I have Hulu. That so doesn't help it. me. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't help if you can't share it, Taylor. What the fuck? That doesn't help me, Taylor. <laughs> I'll be getting press copies of stuff anyway. He's like, nah, so fuck you, but I'm going to get fuck it. Fuck y'all. No, I'm going to pay for it, but I'll get press copies of stuff too, probably. So we'll see. But uh, so I guess, you know, uh, D20, in terms of D23, that's the stuff I'm really looking, looking forward to. Really excited to see the Marvel um, uh, sort of uh, activation on the show floor. They're going to have props and, 
and all kinds of cool stuff there. Oh, they're cool. also doing a World of Avatar exhibition where they're going to be interesting promoting <laughs> like props. We had the, the exact the same first, reaction from Joel. the first movie. But I think one of the things is is they we might see the first Avatar two. Two ah, footage at the Disney live action panel, which yeah. would make sense. That movie's been shooting for almost a year. I'm yeah. not, not excited for that at all. But it could blow us away. Eh, I wasn't a big fan of the first one. We'll see. So I'm not really looking said, forward to Pocahontas 2. Should we finally move on to the main topic? Um, do we know if they've been shooting any of the early Disney Plus series, such as Falcon and Winter Soldier? Not 100% sure about that. I f- have a feeling we're going to find out more. Okay. Not a hundred percent sure. I know. I know. Let's, for instance, the Loki TV series we found out this week has been in the works for over a year. Yeah. So, and that's like the three after two or three shows after Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So you have to imagine that that they're probably pretty far into pre-production. Right. At this point. Yeah. Well, you know, Josh McCuga and I share the same uh, thought about Loki. I don't care. I do. His character's I been do. overdone. He's just because it's just because girls think he's hot. That is the entire reason that they yeah. keep bringing him back. I think it. I mean, I also uh, think he's giving good performances. Yeah. So. Absolutely. He's a thespian. Joel. But just bringing him back. Oh, oh, he's from dead. one thespian to another. Oh, he's <laughs> dead. No, he's not. Oh, he's dead. No, he's not. Fine. I don't care anymore. Give me someone different. That's Loki, though. Give me somebody yeah. different. But yeah. So should we move on? If to the, the show uh, is as good as that really sweet ass Microsoft Paint. Logo that they gave us, then uh, I'm not. Yeah, excited. that was lackluster, but that was pretty bad. Thank you. Um, I'm sure the show will be better than that. We shall move on, but you know what we always have to do before we yep. move on. Pop Take break. a little break. Beer break. We will Actually, be. Actually, we're gonna try to like literally cool down because we're all sweating. Yeah, our asses but also right I now. need. But I also do need more beer. So yeah, we will be back. And as always, you're not gonna know the difference. Hey, and we're back, and you <laughs> did not know we were gone, Taylor. Our main event, if I announce it, my brain might explode. I might have a goddamn aneurysm, so I'm not going to say it. I'm going to defer this one to Lauren. Why don't you tell us? Oh, thank you. Oh, (laughs) we're throwing host duties to Lauren for the first time. You know what? Fuck you. I'm doing it anyway. You told me not to. (laughs) Uh, We're throwing host duties over to Lauren because Lauren and I and Taylor are going to be hosting a new podcast together. Sometime in the very near future. She's no longer just going to be a guest star. We are going to be three co-hosts Surprise! on a yep. very exciting podcast that we're doing about superheroes. Can't tell you exactly what it's going to be yet, but it's going to be fucking awesome. It's very exciting. That's all I have to say. It's very exciting, and I think you guys should be excited to see what we have coming in the pipeline. Taylor and I were having a conversation one night. We may have been stoned. We may have been not. We were. And we were like, man, we really want a third host for this new podcast who are we going to get and we both both of us said you know what i think i think it's i think it's g- got to be lauren did you have a jinx moment we kind of did yeah <laughs> i really did i mean i, I kind of i kind of i kind of said i uh, i mean it was like one of those things where it's like we i he knew what i was going to say before i said it so Gross. it was definitely like a like a mental jinx moment do you want the job sure. or not <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, so mean, this, I mean, don't don't think of this as your audition. But uh, like, no pressure. I mean, <laughs> I hold the record of guest on this show, so you I feel do. like I've auditioned plenty of times. That's true. But whatever. Lauren, what's the main topic today? <laughs> um, what are we talking about? So coincidentally enough, I'm back for yet another Spider-Man yeah. <laughs> podcast. You are, which is, which is perfect. Actually, <laughs> not planned. It was not. It <laughs> we was were not meeting anyway, and then yeah. this happened. Yep. Sony had a 
go and screw things up with Marvel. I like that yep. you phrased it like that. Disney. Thank you. Somebody screwed something up, but nah, we might not have it. Spider-Man anymore in the MCU, and it's real sad. Yeah, it is it's, real sad. Uh, it's, I have to say that out of all the stuff, the big news pieces that have dropped this year, this might be, in terms of the geek community, this might the be the biggest bombshell piece of the year like, I mean, by far. I remember where I was when we found out we were getting Spidey in oh, the yeah. MCU, yeah. and I cried happy tears. And then yesterday, I almost yeah. cried very cried sad, sad tears. tears. <laughs> Which is ironic, because yesterday was, was a weird, weird news day where we found we, oh, out... Oh, we kept getting updates, like, every hour. Well, in terms of that, but the weird thing for me, and I mean, I know everybody's commented on this at, at this point, is that we got the Matrix 4 news... And then five minutes later, found out that this whole ordeal with with Spider Man and and Sony and Disney was happening. Yeah, and it's 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 just a really uh, it's it's really odd it's really odd timing because both of those things were things that at least I mean I'm sure you guys probably agree, but I, at least I never thought we, we would see at least in the current time Mm-mm. frame. Like I never would have guessed that those two things would would happen, let alone within five minutes of each other. Yeah, I would say two of the biggest news pieces of my life have been about Spider-Man so far. Yeah. <laughs> and you um, lived through it, dude. I know. So the uh the actual news uh like the hard like the hard uh the hard yeah. story is that the the deal between Sony and Disney that they can use Spider-Man in their movies has sort of imploded and collapsed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Basically basically Hollywood is being Hollywood and and negotiations collapsed. You know, this is this is not normal. I just want to say from the outset, there's a few things that need to be said first. So this is not unusual for for Hollywood. Right. Like this kind of stuff. Stuff happens behind behind closed doors all the time. What's super unusual about this is a how how high profile it is and, and b how it sort of is developing within the public eye you know Mm -hmm. what i mean usually these decisions happen and then we learn about it later yeah but the fact that this is happening in the moment is is very interesting the other thing too i think and i guess i'm probably the best one to speak on this is is the history of the deal between sony and disney Mm -hmm. right so i actually wrote a retrospective on on spider-man homecoming for those who didn't know don't know and uh i basically covered like all this stuff read ben fritz's book did hours and hours of research about this deal and how everything came together. Mm-hmm. And Ben Fritz's book, The Big Picture, I'm not sure if you guys have heard it, uh, heard of it. It's amazing. And there's a whole chapter dedicated to how Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, happened. wow. Oh, Holy wow. shit. It's, it's only seven or eight pages, but it's he basically combed through all the Sony emails and basically uh, pr- pr- presents a timeline of how everything happened. So oh, if you wow. want to check that ah, out. The Sony emails. Rip Amy you can, Pascal. You can, that's the only <laughs> way. I was like we, from the leak, yeah? That's the yeah. only way we Got know about it. how all this stuff happened in the first place. Yeah. But essentially what happened as a result of this deal, and if you want to learn more about that, obviously you can read my piece at superherohype.com. It wouldn't be a uh, one of our shows without a plug. Um, oh, God, never. <laughs> and uh, essentially what happened was that there was a simple five-page document that was drafted originally, right? Mm-hmm. They, it was basically uh, uh, a simple, like, uh, in essence, a handshake agreement. Um, and what would happen was Sony would finance the Spider-Man solo films. Marvel 
would have the merchandising rights and they would receive 5% of the profits whereas Sony would receive the five, everything else. The 5% of the first of the first, of the first gross. gross. Yeah. Yes, exactly, yeah. which is its initial theatrical run which is right. basically all of its initial like gross, you know. Right, I mean? right, right. Um in but like Spider-Man Far From Home is coming back to theaters, they're not going to get any of that money. Exactly. And so so in return, Marvel would have access. They would trade characters, which we obviously saw in Homecoming. And, yeah. and um, they tried to do in Venom, which never really happened. But uh, in return, they, they would sort of get Spider-Man for the uh, Avengers movies, which we, of course, saw. In Civil and, War. And was the first Civil time. War yep. 2, of course, which is Avengers 2.5, basically. Yeah. So <laughs> yep. still falls under that category. And... Um, essentially, you know, it was a it was a deal that worked for both people. No actual money was traded. It was just a, a back end percentages, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to now. Um, obviously, all those things have happened. Sony was in a different place in they 2014. Were, they were both in a different place. They were in a very even the MCU. It, it's hard to think about it now, but five years ago, the MCU was in a very different place. Absolutely. Sorry, yeah. Didn't they trade money for the merchandising aspect of the deal? Yes. Though? They didn't actually trade trade money. They trade traded essentially the rights. Like originally, Sony had more merchandising That's rights. That's what you're saying, though. And yeah. and but what, I thought Disney like bought that from them. They did. So Disney owns all the merchandising rights plus five percent of the grosses. Right. Whereas Sony gets the rest of everything. They, I feel like they get. bought it for like a ridiculously known yeah, low it was number. Like, it was like it was. a flat fee, I believe, if I'm not I think it was mistaken. It was like three, one seventy-five. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And uh, of course, Marvel would produce the movies, but Sony would distribute them. Distribute right. them. So this, of course, meant you know Kevin Feige was brought in and all that. The stuff. cool stepdad, Kevin Feige. And you know, we know that Sony has sort of. Um, uh, that 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 Kevin Feige in the MCU has reinvigorated the the Spider-Man franchise for Sony, and then of course this news happens. So that sort of brings people up to date who didn't know. I know that was a little bit of a rant. Yeah. But with that said, Joel, enter hyperbolic <laughs> rant mode. <laughs> ah! I don't know why you're giving him these reins. Look, uh, I mean, because <laughs> it's my fucking <laughs> podcast. Uh, look. Um, <sighs> The initial report was that Disney came to the table and asked for 50-50. Co-finance yeah. split, though. Not just we want 50% of the profits. We're going to put up 50% of the money. Yes. And then Which, we're also going to get 50% of the returns back. This is this is a, a, a deeper part of the conversation. Yes. I want to let you continue. But that also means that they we'll give get up into it. 50% of the rights to the character as well. Right. So we'll talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. touch back on that. And, and, and Sony was like, no, we're good with what we have now. You get 5% of the gross, so on and so forth. Blah, blah, blah. As we said already... We got multiple, multiple updates throughout the entire day. Apparently, Sony came back with some kind of rebuttal. We don't know what it was. Some kind of counteroffer. And Disney didn't like it. Um, I have a hard time believing that Kevin Feige was playing bad guy, so it had to no. go up higher up the chain. It, no, it, Bob it, Iger or somebody. It did. And, you know, from, from Kevin Feige's por- perspective, I can understand the frustration you know, because he's producing these movies, they're contributing characters that they they own. Kevin Feige and Disney, com- you know, it, figurative Kevin Feige, mm-hmm. and they're providing all these characters, and they're putting up all the legwork for none of the box office returns. You know, yeah. What I mean? And and Spider Man Far From Home just uh, is is Sony's highest grossing movie of all yeah. time. We just learned. So there's something to be said for that. But look, why well, have I will always and forever say this? Sony can't do a Spider Man film on their own. They just can't. Look, Spider Man Two was great, good for them. They made one fucking movie. What come? What what happened after that? Spider Man Three, Amazing Spider Man One, Amazing Spider Man Two. Uh, like just because you made a good fucking movie doesn't mean you can do it on your own. You've proven to us you can't do it on your own. 
Um, mm-hmm. I've gotten a lot of shit from people on the internet being like, well, Doc and Amazing Spider-Man 2 made $700 million. We are getting a lot of shit on yeah. this podcast because when we first reviewed it, you fucking loved the movie. <laughs> I enjoyed it better than... Look, I had Spider-Man 3 in my brain. You gave yeah. it like an 8 or 9 out of 10. I had dude. Spider-Man 3 on my brain. That's true. That's true. Okay. I, I, that's fair. That's fair. Looking back at what we have now, it is garbage fire. That's 100% fair. But look, just because we, we had this conversation before we came on air, they made $700 million on the thing, but they spent 230 on production, probably another yep. 200 on marketing. Yep. They did not make, they did not make $700 million. No, on, they, on no the 100%. It, was, it definitely wasn't a success. And, and again, part, if they, like I told you, Joel, if they would have spent 150 or even 125 or $100 million and made something really cool on a restricted budget, it probably would have been a huge smashing success mm-hmm. for them. But you also have to remember back in 2014, and I know I mentioned this to you guys, but for the for the listeners, you know, Sony was a very in, Sony was in dire straits. Yeah, they had just had the hack. People were revolting, uh, you know, uh, based on the Amazing Spider-Man two. Sony wasn't happy with the movie. Uh, uh, Kevin Feige and Disney were like, "What the fuck are they doing with the franchise?" <laughs> like they talk, like they would, dude. Everybody in Hollywood was talking about what trash that movie was before it came out. And Kevin Feige didn't want to have anything to do with it. This and is why so, I don't understand the fanboys. I mean, apparently they're not fanboys. All these people on the internet who are like, well, they still made money, so they don't need Disney. They made money I, I on think, a shitty fucking I movie. Think that's, I think there's an argument for that. But again, I don't think it's as black and white as people are making it. I think there's – this goes to a larger point that I'm going to probably touch on a bunch of times at various talking points. <laughs> but I think that <laughs> both sides are, 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 are at fault here. I don't think it's necessarily yeah. – Sony is bad, Disney is good, or Disney is good and Sony is bad. Like, I think they both fucked up. Yeah. Big time. Sony probably fu- – the question is, is who's going to, who's gonna like, uh, essentially, for lack of a better word, hurt more from this decision. You know what I mean? I mean, ultimately, it is a game of hardball is yeah. what it comes oh, down 100%. to. And like you said, who's going to hurt more? We've talked about this, and it's it's definitely the fans. If some kind of agreement does not come into effect that Marvel will have – some sort of say in the upcoming Spider-Man standalone films. Yeah. But also, I mean, Sony, you're going hardball against Disney. What are you doing? Yeah, that's okay. So, okay. So this is a much further. Okay. So part of my problem on the Disney side of things is like Disney is straight up iron grasping fucking Sony into like pay us. Here's the thing. They got 5%. They're asking for 50 that is that, that is, is extreme time. Think but, about that. That's ten times more. But than they're what contributing. They are contributing money now, which they weren't before. That's true. So that's that's a big point for me that got lost in the initial break of this story. You mean it just Sony seemed is like, contributing, or no? Disney it is seemed like what Disney was asking was fifty percent of the profits. Yes. No mention of the to. fact that they were put up fifty percent to make the film as well. Totally. But the problem with that actually opens up a bigger can of worms because. The thing is, is you, we all know that Disney is like taking over the media industry. They've at this point, they're such a big conglomerate that they're actually like bordering right. on being a, a monopoly. I think we all realize this. I think with Disney Plus and all the shit that's going to happen next year, the streaming wars, and you know, into the twenty twenties, Disney is certainly bordering on monopoly territory. And what really scares me, and this is why I don't think people should initially like say oh fuck you sony and like backlash like at sony for 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 doing what they did is you have to remember that sony is one of the one of the only five studios that are left right spider-man is their biggest character besides spider-man do you want to know what their biggest property is 
Jumanji. Think about this. If they give away 50% of their biggest property, what is that going to do for the studio in the long run, right? Okay, but... Like, it's really hard as a business person, as a studio person... They're just going to go back to make Amazing Spider-Man 2. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying on, on this p- particular talking point, I think that's one of the things that people aren't necessarily gleaning, mm-hmm. even from what you were saying in the 50% stake, is essentially they're giving up 50% of the rights to the character creatively that's not a bad thing but on a business level it's really really but not they're good also for putting the up less money for it then totally but that's so. also less money for them to make ultimately disney's going to become even bigger you know what i mean so it's like yeah. it's that question of yes i want disney to be creatively involved and kevin feige and the mcu to be involved with the spider-man movies but i think there's some sort of way to find a happy medium yeah you know what i mean where everybody can win Disney can get a bigger share, and you can also not fucking destroy an entire studio. I do agree that 50% is a lot of it's money for them to ask for. For Sony, because they don't have anything else. that's how you negotiate. 100%. You ask for 50, they say 15. You say 30, they yep. say 25. And people who are freaking out over, they asked for 50%, you're a 12-year-old. You don't know how the world works. You've never negotiated anything in your entire life. You probably go to the swap meet and pay $50 when you could have paid 10 Totally. Like, you don't know how the world works. You don't know yeah. what you're talking nego- about. That's, nego- that's simple. Ne- like that is negotiation, negotiation tactics. Yeah. Of course. Do I think Disney should get 50%? Absolutely not. Do I think that Sony should have this character on their own? I no. would give I would give no. I would give Disney 100% before I let Sony do this on their own. Mm-hmm. I agree and, and and that's where it becomes like troublesome and well quarrelsome I guess you could say and 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 problematic in terms of finding a deal that works with both people, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I said, it's not it's it's both sides, you know what I mean? I can see it from from either side, but in the end, like we mentioned, we we end up losing the us being the yeah. fans or we being the fans. I mean, I've also seen a lot the argument that well, they had uh, into the Spider Verse. They did, and great. And to, okay, to to be but fair, making an animated well, film is not the same thing as making totally. a live action Spider Man movie. To be fair, to be fair, and I've seen this argument too. Jumping off that is that Sony has actually produced the two highest reviewed Spider Man movies and the most revered Spider Man movies, which are Spider Man Into the F- Spider Verse and Spider Man Two. Granted, Spider-Man 2 was a different era, and Into the Spider-Verse was an anomaly because, uh, jumping back to what we talked about off-mic earlier, but Lord Miller are fucking geniuses, and they're an anomaly, right? The fact that they were involved with that movie makes that movie special, not the fact that it's Into the Spider-Verse. This comes back to the Matrix conversation. The Wachowskis did Matrix 1. Yeah. They also did Matrix 2 and 3. Yeah. Yeah. So just because you made Spider-Man 2 doesn't fucking mean you deserve... Absolutely. But it's, the world. It's also with Spider Verse. It's it's an animated movie. It mm-hmm. also does not, at least to date, tie into the MCU at all. Oh yeah, no. Of course so not. and and the argument for for me is any of the previous live action Spider Man films also do not tie into the MCU. So now it's it has nothing to do with what Sony has done in the past. For me, it's yeah. where we currently are with Spider Man. Yeah, they're just like the work that's gonna been take done in the MCU, like to pull him out right or, now. Yeah. they're gonna take the storyline. Everything line. for the last two movies is softball yeah. up. Yeah, totally. For what's gonna happen? They're gonna next. take the yeah, third 100%. movie, and that's my big worry on the on the uh, on that end. Of course, I think that's every fanboys or, or anybody who follows the fan person. Or the character. You can't just plop him. You can't just Sorry, plop him into the Sony verse <laughs> and be like, Happy Who, J Jonah Who, uh, Aunt May Who, Tony Stark Who, like. Uh, you can't just 
rip him from the... I know, I've been trying to kill this motherfucker with the mic stand for like 20 <laughs> minutes. There's a bug on the ground. We have ants on the floor. There's a fire ant, and I've been trying to kill it. And Taylor's like, look at this. And I'm like, I, I know, I've been trying to kill him. I didn't want him to bite you, Joel. Gosh. <laughs> uh, you can't just rip him from all the character arc and plot line, all the story you've been writing for him, and expect us to ignore it. I'm not going to do it. I said this on Instagram. I, mean, I said this in my YouTube review. Go watch that. I'm the only nerd on YouTube. I will not watch a solo Spider-Man movie. I will not do it. So, okay. So, to be fair, Spider-Man Homecoming, or Spider-Man Far From Home, for all intents and purposes, is a solo Spider-Man movie that is produced by Sony. But it's an MCU film. Of course. It has the MCU ties, but there's actually nobody from the MCU besides maybe Jon Favreau's character in that movie. Dude, the whole film. The whole, the whole movie is about him. That's no, true. shut Nick the Fury, fuck up. That's true. Nick Fury. The Nick entire Fury. movie is him mourning the loss of Iron Man. No, of course. I'm saying. I'm si- Okay. Yes, of the course. The entire movie is but tied in, what I'm Taylor. Saying, no, no, no. <laughs> the I get that. The entire movie of is course, MCU related. I, I'm not denying that. I'm saying in terms of making a sequel, couldn't it's you- It's Stark Tech. Couldn't you- couldn't Quentin you Beck ref- uses Stark Tech. You could you could reference those things and not call it Stark Tech and no, have it still. You no, can't. not if you're pulled from oh, the MCU. You Disney will not be would, able to use no, any of that. Disney would fucking sue your ass into the that's ground. That's true. That's true. I'm just saying. I think there's workarounds from Sony's perspective. There's no, workarounds. I'm there's not, not saying it's a good thing. I think that's a shitty thing, right? I want it to continue the way it is. But from Sony's perspective, I think there's for in their eyes, there are, okay. There are ways to work around this. Like in their eyes, they're like, oh, we made Venom. Right, which wasn't a great movie. It was kind of a piece of shit. With Tom, which, can we just talk about Tom Rothman for a second? I think the big, the big problem here is that is that not necessarily Tony, uh, Tony, Sony is <laughs> is as much as it is the the person who's running it, which is Tom Rothman. In case you guys don't know, uh, this is the man who sewed uh, Deadpool's mouth shut <laughs> um, back when he was. I think he was running Fox or at least one of the execs there. He's also the guy who gave us the masterpiece known as Men in Black International this year, as well as all the banner Sony releases this year, um, which besides Spider-Man, can you name another Sony release that came out this year? Brightburn. I was going to say, that's... that's <laughs> the, that, uh, no, I, I, I was, was like, panel, Comic-Con uh, no, panel No, I was literally going to say, besides oh, Brightburn, that's the only <laughs> one that I've, that I've seen. Or, I mean, yeah, I think Longshot I mean, came we? out this year, and that was Sony, but... But the point being is Sony has not had a very good Bumblebee? year. Bumblebee? Uh, no, that's Paramount. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's Paramount. Um, but that's right. but point being is that I'm actually really worried about the future of the character, and this goes back to the fanboy aspect of it, fan person aspect of it. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Sorry, I'm just so conditioned. <laughs> I, th- uh, I I I I think fanboy is like the word dude. I, I think so too, but it's, yes, but, but it's a fair. lot of people. Yeah, I think it's a lot of people of not male gender take issue with the word dude as I well. I think it's so. slightly reductive. That's a whole other conversation we that's can have not, off that's mic. That's not you, but you're saying that's not me. My phone, but also phone, I'm a lady, so f- I'm not a fanboy. <laughs> my phone is a dude. This this beer is a dude. That ant that just walked by, that's a dude. That that dead ant ah, that I killed. To quote, Good Burger, <laughs> I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. We're, We're all dudes. dudes. So hey. I'm not hey. saying I personally have an issue with it because you know I use okay. the word dude a lot. Yeah. That's true. Well, but we're from people, yeah. we're from Southern California. So exactly. Speaking of slight tangent, have you heard there's a Good Burger pop up? Yeah. Yeah. I, I really want to go. go. We should go. Dude. I yeah. interviewed I interviewed Kel Mitchell at LA Comic Con no and he, and he was like, dude, it's this it's shit's in the works. You got to make yeah. a reservation. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go and you get like a full experience. We and there's food I can eat. Dude, we should just go today. I'm not I'm not driving back to Los Angeles right now. Fuck that. Um, 
but uh yeah i mean there's just uh there's there's just so i'm just so worried about the state of sony because not only their film slate this year has been underwhelming uh but you know also with tom rothman running the studio and their history and and the fan backlash quite honestly you know what i mean as soon as yeah as soon as I mean, it's kind of worrisome that people were backing Disney immediately. But look, okay, hang on. Let me let me speak to that real quick because yeah, I was please. one of those please, please. people. I don't think it's necessary. I think it's um, I think it one hundred percent stems from the fact of what Sony's done with the character, regardless it, of like regardless it, of the deal itself, regardless of who fucked who. I don't think Amazing Stepdad Kevin Feige is in the wrong. Um, yeah. regardless of what happened. Maybe yeah. Disney asked for too much, but we've already addressed that. That's yeah, negotiations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't know how negotiations work. Don't talk about this fucking subject. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's how you negotiate. Um, it's, I, I, think, I think that people are initially angry at Sony because they have Amazing Spider-Man on their brain. And it's the past, we it's the past don't want them. Mm-hmm. To, and also, that's not even... They are quoted saying... We think we can do this without Kevin Feige. Yeah, that's, which is that's why that's, Sony's in the blame. That's pro. That's problematic. That just actually yeah. came out today. It's not. No, I read this yesterday. Oh yeah, okay. I I, I addressed it. it I re- I, I addressed it in my video yesterday at yeah at, at one p.m. So I guess the thinking there is that like they've learned like enough from the MCU method or the no. way of it. And yeah. we all know Hollywood has tried to replicate it and they just can't. Like Kevin Feige is I Kevin mean, Feige, look and at like DC. I think that's a. I think that's a huge mistake, but at the same time, when Disney's like strong arming you into that position, like what can you do as a studio head? I think with they're shareholders strong. to say to say no I, to that. I, I, I wanna I I I want to believe the best, and yeah. I think that they are strong arming because they know you, this is what the fans want. You're not gonna make a good movie. We know the best for the character. Well, I think it's also in their benefit because they own all the merchandising rights too. Like, I don't think they care about making a good movie. They I care think in... Kevin Feige does. Oh yeah. yeah, but that's a small part of the picture. Like, we have Alan Horn in the picture, who is Kevin oh. Feige's boss. Dude. But that's tell the guy me who Kevin Feige fucking reports to. But tell me, but tell me if Kevin Feige was like, "I'm leaving," they wouldn't be like, "Oh shit, never well, mind." I mean, t- to be fair, yeah. he's under contract for five more years, so he couldn't leave, or else he'd be. St- they would sue the shit out of him. Yeah, but, but I get Kevin Feige's got a bigger. A bigger bat in the field, absolutely. Yeah. Than yeah. like than like we think he does. Yeah, one hundred percent. So in five years, I don't yeah. want to renew my contract. Yeah, what yeah. are we gonna Fuck do? Yeah. You totally. And I know Spider Man's his baby. You know, what I, I mean? yeah. Spider Man is his I know. baby. That's what I'm saying. I full I full heartedly believe that. Uh, like, I just <sighs> Sony cannot do this without Kevin Feige without Marvel. So I think that the full backlash came from people being like, we don't want you to do this on your own. The, uh, we don't want you to do this. Creatively speaking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah creatively. I course. could, yeah. I could, I could give a fuck less about the money. Oh, okay. Yeah, 100%. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. look no. I'll side, I'll side the Sony on I'm this. Just, I'm just clarifying. On, on this point, I'll side the Sony. Yo, hey, Kevin Feige. Hey, Disney. Take fucking 10%. Take a 5% raise. Just do what's right. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, no matter what, do whatever it takes to not let Sony Fuck make a Spider-Man movie on yeah. their own. Yeah. yeah, I refuse. Yeah, that is yeah. the it's... worst. That is that is the Trump presidency of <laughs> Spider-Man movies. I mean, it kind it kind of is. No, it I mean, one hundred percent is. It's feeling like a lot this. like uh uh not Feige uh Sujahara at WB. Yeah, one hundred percent. 
Yeah. This is the worst case scenario is that Spider-Man goes back to Rothman on its own and it and and it look, even if they made a decent film, the fact that they cannot tie it into anything that's been building for 3 years it's it's going to be bad for yeah. sure. It's, it's probably going to be gonna bad. Piss fans off and it's going to fuck it's up basically, the It's basically like, it's basically a really standalone yeah. solo third movie in a trilogy. Especially because no they sense. are keeping yeah. Tom for it. Yeah. yeah. So, unless you're going to completely start over like they have done every other time which they should not do, uh there's a, there's no way they can take it off. This is why Sony doesn't deserve to do it on their own. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I can't disagree fans, with that. I just hey, think it's, you know. Fans wanted Spider-Man 4. We didn't get it. Yeah. We didn't want Amazing Spider-Man 3. But, Luckily. But they knew that because it sucked. Yeah. So, like. We didn't get Sinister Six, man. Drew Goddard. Sony has fucked up every single step of the way except for Spider-Man 2. They've proven to us one time. And that was a different regime, dude. That was even before I know. Pascal. Yeah. I know. Shit. I'm saying they've done one good thing out of so many films. Yeah. In terms of live action, yes. And their thought that we can do this without the billion dollar franchise, you're stupid. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, even 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 I think the biggest loss for Sony in this respect is not even losing the MCU, it's losing Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Which, those are intrinsically yeah. connected, but if you were to have one of the two, like Feige is for sure the master like if he had to make a, a solo Spider Man movie that wasn't set in the MCU, I would rather have that than having, you know, the alternative. Which is probably never going to happen, but I think it speaks to the power of like what he's able to bring to the character, which is all, what we're all kind of championing here. Yeah, everybody has made jokes about, oh, it's time for Disney to buy Sony. That's that's actually not funny, and I don't think that should happen. That scares me. A I lot. think it's hilarious. I don't think it's hilarious. Like, dude, think about all the awesome projects that we didn't get from the Fox deal, and it's like I'm it's saying it's funny because it's not going to happen. Not that it no, will no, happen. No, of course, of course. I'm just saying it's scary because Disney really clamping down their grasp on another studio like this is very yeah. very fucking scary for the industry yeah. in the future. I think to be honest that's my biggest hesitation if about the way Disney's putting handled out, this. If they're putting out things we like who gives a shit? I, uh, I have complicated feelings about that sentiment. Fox no we, Fox Searchlight as people who work in the Fox yeah. Searchlight like, I think that's I think that's troublesome. Hey Fox Searchlight Fox Searchlight is still putting out movies and it's dead dude they shuttered it. No. It's gone. They're Look, not putting out any new movies. I okay. Hang on. This got off track. Yes. I'm not saying that Disney should buy Sony. Yeah. I'm saying I think it's funny that people no, no, are no, saying I, that. Let me course, fucking uh, get sorry. this fucking thing out. I'm not saying that they should buy Sony. I'm saying I think it's funny that people are saying, yeah. "Oh, just buy Sony." When instead of buying Sony, why doesn't it, Disney just flop their dick on the table and be like, "We're buying Spider-Man back from you"? Totally. Instead of buying yeah. Sony, be just like, buy the "We will totally. give you the amount of money to buy yep. your studio." To get Spider-Man back, yep, totally, and that could reinvigorate the studio entirely. That w that could be a great win-win. That's, yeah. that's what I. But, that's what I've been trying to say. But totally, my my fault for trying. <laughs> to, I, I I was agreeing with you though. Yeah, I think yeah. that's like I think that's a, that's you know that's a good sentiment to have and to Just like write out buy Spider-Man back. Yeah. The like, problem is, you. is they just spent billions of dollars on Fox and making another huge purchase like that is tough. Yeah. Okay, you know, on if a you, perspective. Oh, my God. If you had yeah. to guess how many billions of dollars Disney had, how many do you think they have? Much just guess. Billions, billions, and billions. Just guess. No, no like, 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 like probably, a number. Uh, I would say probably over a trillion. Okay, so if they went to, if they went to Sony and, and they said, and we'll give you $10 billion for Spider-Man, you think Sony's going to be like, nah. 
But they would never do that because they don't have that kind of money laying around. But they do. Not when you just spent half of that on buying a whole studio. Every so you and, don't and the problem is is that studios movies are flopping like Dark Phoenix they lost money on Dark Phoenix because they absorbed Fox. How much how much money did a v- has Infinity War made? Oh, tons. No, no, I know. I want like a number. Like a 2.8 billion. How much has Endgame made? Oh, Infinity War it was like 2 something billion. Endgame was 2.8 billion. And how much has Far From Home made? Over a billion. So you don't think every single movie that Marvel puts out from here on out is going to make a billion dollars? No, not at all. But you I have do. to remember that it's a business, and that money is it. It's not. That's not liquid money. That's money that is is financing other stuff that's coming out of the slate. It's a regurgitating cycle. Dude. It's not like they just have ten billion dollars in cash laying in the bank. If account. you don't think Disney has ten billion dollars yeah, in no, cash, I'm sure they have a large sum. I mean, of, they probably of, have of, to pull it from other aspects of the they company. Have assets. It's like stock, yeah. right? When you own stock, you don't own cash. You have to trade that stock in for cash. So you, you know spend I mean? you spend ten billion. Okay, so that's okay. Five, five billion. Like How's five that? Five billion is a more reasonable number, but still the same. That's concept. still a yes deal from Sony. One hundred percent. But Disney again okay. would never do that. You spend. Well, hang on. You spend five billion dollars on Spider Man. Phase four itself is going to make more than that. Phase four is going to make way more than five billion dollars. Yeah, but why is the thing? The thing. The thing in my mind is why would you spend that kind of money to? to own the film rights to a character you already own merchandising rights to. Like, they're probably making that much just in the merchandising rights. You know right, what I mean? Right, but if they don't own... I mean, can because they the, put because out merchandise for like, those future that that films? Feel, as, much as, as much as Spider-Man is a big commodity, like, Disney Spider-Man, is no. so much bigger Spider-Man than, than is Spider-Man. Their, Spider-Man is their biggest hero. Oh, 100%. Without okay. a doubt. It's the most popular, the biggest grossing hero. So coming ever. back to what we've talked about on the podcast before, yeah. Tom Holland wanting to do Spider-Man until he can't anymore. Yeah. So we're talking about three movies of high school, three movies of college, yeah. three movies of adult, right? Yeah, of course. So you spend $5 billion to buy the rights from Sony. Then you get you get $9 billion in just Spider-Man movies back. That's true, but you also have to spend the movie to, to, the money to make those movies. They're Disney. They don't give a fuck. No, I think they do. And you like that. Okay, I don't disagree with your sentiment. I, I don't know why I'm arguing this because it's never going to happen. Totally, I just like <laughs> totally. I, this is a good. This is actually a really good hypothetical. I'm saying if I if I had a trillion dollars, that's what I would yeah. do. Totally, but I, you're, you you yeah. aren't Disney. You don't you don't have shareholders you need to represent, and that's a big part of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's the whole business and aspect of it. Like I said, it's so they have so many fingers and so many pots Absolutely. between now Disney Plus, all the films, all the theme parks that. Yeah, at least They're California has taken Marvel a major hit this at, year. At, at California's yeah. adventure. California and they, adventure. they're not making their money back on Star Wars Land yet. Yeah, not yet. So, yep. you so know, there's, there's a lot to consider. I agree, Taylor. There's a lot to consider in that equation. Spider-Man, in the grand scheme of Disney's plan, D- Disney's plan for world domination is small beans. He's important to us because he's an important I mean, character to us although, and important in the fanboy community, fan person community. If but we are. I don't know why I keep doing that. I just I'm so ingrained to that. But <laughs> I see what you're saying too, where it's like, well fuck, like why don't you guys just buy the fucking character I'm, or do some shit like the thing, that? Though, if we are talking about all the, the different aspects of Disney, their biggest ride that they're putting in to California Adventure is a Spider Man ride. Ironically. So you know, and which is funny because yeah. how do you promote a character in a in a like a Marvel theme park and he's not in your movie? Exactly. Like, exactly. It's so, a very tough predicament. Totally. And and it's extremely tough predicament. And I think that again, both sides are at fault here. I think there's a way 
for both of them to win here and both of that there there's got to be some kind of out of the box solution just like the original Spider-Man deal that was an out of the box yeah. solution never in hollywood would you basically fucking make a deal like that on a handshake on a with a five page document yeah. please that's like no this that's is amateurish look, but this the fact comes, they made that happen this comes back to the fucking hubris of sony they made that 100%. they made that handshake deal because they knew they knew they were fucked in their it. soul that they needed this and now all of a sudden their dick has grown well, 20 inches and I they think, think they're better? I think it's that. I mean, it's, it's, it's a different studio head. It is. And but it's also, they're not better. No, well. I'm not saying they, they are, but it's a different person making the decisions it's that now. mentality, though. So then studios, I'm calling for Rothman's studios, head. They don't. they care about people liking a movie so much. What they care about is box office profits. Yeah. And Spider-Verse is fucking is the is one of the only spider-man movies to win and actually the only spider-man movie to win an oscar it was a huge grosser based on its budget people like to make the perception that spider-man into the spider-verse wasn't a big movie in terms of did box, it make box more than far from home no of course not then because sony it's can not shut connected up. to the mcu then sony but can I'm shut saying up that's stroking their ego i'm not saying it's right but that's the thing that's stroking their ego is the success of venom and the success of of uh spider-verse and then of course Morbius, the living vampire, which is coming up Boo. soon. Because we all want to see that fucking movie. Yeah, Jared Leto in his prime. I mean, I'm still not it's against the, the fact hubris, that this the hubris is, a, is It's just insane. You're not against the fact what? This is a giant conspiracy like last year. So let's... let's. What do you mean by last year? Uh, How everything with James Gunn went down oh. right before the Sony panel... Yeah, and then they rehired him back for yeah. Guardians Three, yeah, 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 yeah. and now yeah. this is going down. Yep, right before D twenty three and everything, mm-hmm. and again, it's putting the spotlight on Sony. Totally, totally, in a scandal. Totally. To be fair, the the James Gunn thing happened as a result of social media. I know. So there's that, but I see. But what this you're also and, blew and, up online. One hundred percent. And do you, in that sentiment though, do you do you guys think there's ever? Do you think there's this is a done deal or there's still a chance? That they could come to a conclusion. Obviously, based on like oh no, what they're the definitely is, coming to a conclusion. They're or not a conclusion, but a compromise. So no, no, speak. no. That's what I'm saying. One hundred percent. Like I think I think like everybody said on the internet. Like we've said multiple times, this is bad for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. There's I I don't think there's like I said earlier. I think Kevin Feige has a lot of sway within Marvel. Yep. Against and the it, higher ups. Yeah. I think that if he comes and he's like, yo, this is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. There's no physical way that both. I mean, there is a physical way, but everybody would lose. So it is in everybody's best interest for these two studios to suck it the fuck up mm-hmm. and figure something. I mean, out. we've already had Hawkeye come out, Jeremy and Renner. ask for yeah. Spider-Man yeah, he back. He so. straight up was like, "On Yo, Instagram, what up, Sony? Let's yeah. make this happen." No, totally. And I think I think that's really what it comes down to. It's I think like, it's worse for Sony than it is for for. For us on the Marvel camp, we're, yeah, we're going to lose Spider-Man, but you don't think Kevin Feige I, can write his way out of that? Of course he can, no, like you course, said earlier. He's, he's but can Sony genius. make a good third Spider-Man movie without all of what we've built Very for them? Very fucking doubtful. Of course not. I mean, Very uh, of course not. <laughs> I thought of a way that they could write it out, but it wouldn't be good. Hmm. It's just he wakes up and all of it was a dream. Yeah, that's what it always is. So, like, look... It, it would be something like that, that you know. Let's look down the road. Or like we're talking about alternate universe, but on the Sony side versus yeah. the Marvel yeah. Marvel side. Let's look down the road where this actually happens. They make a third Spider-Man movie. It sucks so bad. Kevin Feige comes back and he's like, we're taking Spider-Man back. And they're like, okay. 
and then we wasted what four years. Yeah. Like if they do this and it's bad, you know what's going to happen. It's just we we get him back. Yeah. Why waste all that time? Yeah. I mean that's fair. It's 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 also like yeah man. There's just so many variables at play. It's like it could be taken. I just hope that they work something out. I don't want to. I don't want to postulate on on hypotheticals at this point because for all we know, like we just mentioned, it could very well very well be worked out. But you know, the f- if it doesn't, I think it's going to be an interesting. It's going to be an interesting time for the superhero genre to like to yeah. see the genre at its peak go through so many drastic changes. Like, I mean, even with one character, there's just so many drastic changes that are going to happen. And uh, I just feel like it's with the new slate coming out. It's such a big hit to the quote unquote classic superhero film genre. Yeah. To lose him at this point. Totally. It's well, especially in terms of the MCU, he's been poised to be such an important part of it. And it's like on their end, on Marvel's end, it's like, well, fuck, like, how do you, how do you like pull an audible now? You know what I mean? You don't. you, you're going to have to if that's the way it shakes out. But, like, how do you make that work that feels, like, organic and, again, doesn't fuck up the timeline? Yeah. The only way to do it, and I'm saying it, the only way to do it is the multiverse of madness. It's the only way you can do it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why they're in their back pocket. They're like, all right, we can make this work, like, without you guys. So if you don't want to do it, then fuck off. You like, know? like, from Disney. Okay, end. you kill them off screen. Horrible idea. You just never mention them again. Horrible idea. The only way to do it is the multiverse. Yeah. And, I mean, in my opinion. Yeah. It's the yeah. only way you can do it without, like, being stupid. Mm-hmm. Without horrible storytelling, that's <laughs> the only way you could actually explain it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to say at this point. Wanda w- Wanda accidentally murders Spider-Man. Yeah. Totally. I mean, you could, yeah, again, you could, you could take it in a bunch of different directions. It's tough to say at this point. I guess we should probably start to wrap it up because I feel like we'll start talking in circles if we don't. <laughs> yeah. This is um, still this is still a pretty short podcast. I know, but this is a good conversation. I'm enjoying it, um, <laughs> but I don't want to overstay our welcome only because part of it is it's not resolved. Like this isn't. Yeah. I think it's fair to say maybe we should have mentioned this at the top. Like nothing's a done deal yet. These again, these are this open. Is still negotiations relatively happening. breaking news. Yes. So. And things could very well change. And you know, I don't want to. I don't want to make any assumptions yet. But it's, it's kind of. I will say, in, you know, in conclusion on my end, it's kind of odd to try to imagine, um, you know, even though it's only been, f- what, four years or something, three or four years in uh, an MCU without Spidey. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so we've become so accustomed to it. Because so we have him now. Exactly. And we become comf- we, 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 we became too comfortable. What if what if Marvel loses uh, Spider-Man? And then in the next Phase five, they announced a character called Schmiderman. No, it's Night Monkey. No, because no, because Night Monkey was a part of, and I Sony movie. I thought about this earlier. It is still owned by Sony. But what if they just have a character called Schmiderman? But people say it so quick, it's like, oh, it's fucking, it's fucking Spiderman. Man Spider. And you're like Spiderman. Yeah, Spiderman. Yeah, like you don't really know the difference, but it's legally not Spiderman. Maybe. And you just continue the same storyline. I just thought of something else that I don't think we talked about, though, in regards to this, is that Tom is on for one more movie, yeah. but uh, director-wise, that's not set. Yeah, John no. Watts has, has yeah. fulfilled his two-film contract and has yet so to resign. So the fact of Sony being like, oh, we got this, 
you don't have the original crew in place. Yeah, you have an actor, still. but creatively, so, you're kind of shit out of you luck. Know, I, I'd feel, I wouldn't like it, but I'd feel slightly more comfortable if he was still attached to direct yeah. because he does have the experience and at least, I'm sure, some knowledge of where Feige was going with it. Oh, yeah. Um, To take it in an okay direction. But then knowing that we don't even have the same director attached, it's yeah, it's really... That's really rough. That's definitely worrisome, and I agree. If if John Watts was officially attached still, which I originally I thought he was, yeah. but as it turns out he's not. Um, I would have been a little bit more confident about them doing that. But yeah, with without the key creative people, it's kind of hard to uh, to imagine a world where where Sony makes a good Spider Man movie. Yeah. Can you imagine being Tom Holland? <laughs> so many of your dreams have come true to be Spider Man, and then all of a sudden. It's all going to get fucking taken away from you. I mean, he just bought a brand new car, so he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but he drowned his he sorrows drowned in his it. Sorrows. But he, like we've heard from him how much he loves doing no, this. No, I know. It would it Can would you be imagine so how much it would suck to be like, "Hey man, you have to come do this new movie that's going to suck." And he's like, "Fuck." Sounds a lot like what Andrew Garfield went through. It does, doesn't Could it? Could it be deja vu all over again? We yeah, will find I think, out. I Hope think with not. Tom it's even worse because Tom like Tom, Tom predicted tasted the glory. He, he tasted predicted the glory. it. Yep. Years before he Tom became Spider-Man, the good stuff. Yep. and you know, like I said before, just watching him watch the first footage on yeah. the Hall H stage, you could see how much this kid loves mm. this. We all love it. I mean, yep. we all do. We know this, but but more than Holland himself, nothing. I, don't know. I think we might. nothing makes me you happier might. than seeing a kid, <laughs> like a I kid's might. dream come true like that. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent, and and. You can te- definitely feel his love for the character, and to see him not invested in the Spider-Man character like that would be yeah. Uh, I mean, I we've all say, seen him in press. He can't keep his mouth shut because he's so excited about everything. But disappointing. Yeah. yeah. And he definitely can't keep his mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I guess we'll stop talking about it then. Yeah, we should probably round this up. That is Pop Pop the Pop Culture Podcast, episode 44. Hey. Taylor, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me writing at superherohype.com. I'm doing some stuff for ageofthenerd.com, as well as uh, some stuff for Screen Ramp, but not so much recently. I've been focusing on that other stuff. Um, and then, of course, you can find me on Twitter, at Taylor Salen. Um, and that's pretty much it for me. Warren. I am at underscore Miss Pixie underscore on the Instagrams. That's M I S S P I X I E. I can spell. There we go. We got it. <laughs> spelling bee. <laughs> and I'm the LA Nerd Joel Reeves. I have Instagram and Twitter. It is I'm the LA Nerd. I also have a new YouTube channel, also called I'm the LA Nerd. Go check that out. I've hey. got a Spider Man Far From Home review, a Walking Dead uh, final issue review, a. And a fiery reaction video to the <laughs> news we just talked about. I have a brand new breaking news. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck Sony video about this whole mess. I was a little reactionary, but Hashtag I still fire Tom Rothman. <laughs> I want to fire Tom Rothman. I am still on board on I that mean, train. Aside from the from the Spider Man news, I kind of do want to fire Tom. Yeah. Rothman. <laughs> so please go check that out. Every single like and subscribe helps. Not only for that. For the podcast as well. Yep. Please subscribe to this podcast. You're listening to it, so you are probably subscribed. If you're not, the fuck is wrong with you? 
Yeah, I was hoping you were gonna <laughs> chime. Oh, I, no. I was hoping you were gonna get mad too. I was, I was agreeing. I had nothing else to say. I think you covered it all yourself, Joel. <laughs> Look out for that new podcast we're gonna do with Lauren Sperling. We'll tell you more about it hopefully yep. by next episode on Pop Pop we Pop will Culture Podcast. More. Reveal more. Fuck, I can't talk. Later, nerds. Bye. World Star. What happened, Lauren? Um, so apparently we just learned this, although Taylor knew beforehand and didn't tell us. I that, fucking forgot. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> that uh, Tom Holland has apparently unfollowed Sony on Instagram. Suck a dick. Boom, bitches. Peace. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> we win. Oh my That's God. what Tom, Tom, Tom